This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ninety-nine point nine KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Well, this is a uh, normal Friday. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Just keep moving along. <laughs> keep moving along, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> keep driving and suck it. Yeah. Is that how we do it, right? That's how we do no? it. No. Is uh, that the new saying for this show? Saying. Well, I have to, you know, I do feel, I do feel like, man, are they sure they want me to do this last show? Because it's like, I know it's the last show. I might. Loose cannon. Oh, very loose cannon. Wouldn't that be amazing? Guns oh, are blazing. Oh, man. We had good ideas of locking ourselves in here. I still think that's a good idea. I got no plans today. I brought a padlock. Good. Yeah. You know, what else am I going to do? I let my wife know she might not see me for a couple of years. I feel like that's a bonus. <laughs> I feel like Tatum and her will have a great life. She thought that was a strange text. See you, babe. Might see you in 2027. Peace. Yeah, today is my last show on KISW. A lot of folks... Uh, uh, I was. I thought I was going to be late this morning because I've just been t- answering a lot of texts and messages and things. Yeah. And and next thing, I, next yeah. thing I looked up, and it's like, oh crap! I need to get dressed. Oh, dude, I was even here just thinking. I'm just chilling. I'm like, well, all right, we're not, we don't really have to prep for like usual stuff. We have a bunch of great guests and friends of the show that'll be joining. And then Danny's like, we're five minutes away from starting. I'm like, what? And then and I see your text, like, might be running late. And I'm like, how appropriate that BJ would be late on the last show. For a lot of folks that don't know, uh, for many, many years, I was always late. Uh, and, and listeners would get pissed. They would get so mad because we wouldn't start the show at the right time. There were a couple of years where I believe you were more late than on time. I would like to say that I'm proud of that record. But then I really, I was like, I was like, I am done with this. Yes. I'm going to figure it out. And I wish we had a sign up that said how many days without incident where like, and then what this week, what did I do? I, I blew the whole thing and I was late one time this week. I think, yeah, there was a moment where you were late almost, I'd say four out of the five days of the week. That's a hell of a And record. that went on for several years. Danny? Employee of the month, right? And here. then one day you just started coming in and you were on time. And I don't think you've been late four or five times since. Yeah, I, not, I know. For a fact, I have not been late until this week. Right. Yeah. Because I was proud of that record. This week was the week. And then, of course, Sarah's screaming at me, we got to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think of that's course. what helped is having your daughter be like, yeah. you know, having someone to drive you here to get you here on time. Yeah, that did help. <laughs> When I have to park my own car, I'm always late. If I remember correctly, it was a New Year's resolution that you did one day. Yes, yes it yeah. was. Yes, yeah. that's right. Because I, I remember you came in and you like, had a big smile on your face. I'm coming in on time, guys. You guys proud of me? We're like, yeah. Yeah, I know. You guys are looking at me. Like, we're, yeah, we're we've so all been here since like 4.30. We're really happy you can make it before 6, VJ. I got news for you. You guys are angels. I'm telling you, everyone's got
got a special place in heaven having to work with me for these last how many years you all had. To. Oh man, yeah, and so. So yeah, so it's our my it's my last day, and uh, we would love to chat with you, Rockaholics. Uh, that's it's going to be like listeners on the loose all morning long. It, the phone lines are two zero six eight zero three rock. Well, you can text us there as well. And yeah, while like, we're, really once we get knee deep in, I mean, we're going to be like wall to wall friends of the show. You, you've really got guests lined up. Like, uh, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, and I'm very, very excited to talk to some of the folks that are on. Are we? Are we saying who we have? Or are we? Yeah, absolutely. Are we, okay, so uh, very excited for the first time on the radio since a long time. And this is for you old-time listeners. A lot of you may not know this, but Brad, the producer from Hell, the guy that I started with on The Buzz, uh, which is now The Wolf, uh, 24 years ago, the guy, the worst employee and I, that, that, that anybody would ever be given, I was given, and we started the show uh, all those years ago. Yeah. And he's going to be with us. Uh, Brother Weeze, who if you have a mentor in your life, uh, this is the guy that basically showed me that everything I know about radio was wrong. And I went to work on his show, and I was like, I'm going to show this guy how it's done. He's an older guy. What does he know? Older guy. He was like in his 40s. And I'm, like, I'm going to show him how it's done. And blah, I'm this young kid going in there. And I walked in, and he was like the best thing this industry has ever seen and still is. And I realized, God, I am a moron. And he let me know many times. Uh, I love because Weez is like, you know, Weez is a Northeast direct guy. And he was just, he, he criticized everything about me, but made me a better man because of it. So he's going to be on the show. Mitch Levy, which I, I thought we talked about this, that we were not having Mitch Levy on. Hey, that the was show. my gift to you because the last uh, time right. we were talking the other day, and you're like, doesn't Mitch owe me coffee? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys do have a bet. And you're like, well, I'm not going to talk to him again, so I only put him on so you could get your coffee. Strategically, does he wait and go, well, his last show's coming up. Maybe he won't notice that I owe him something. Well, you could call him out on it. That's the only reason. We can hang up on him after that. I, I think that's a great idea. So, of course, formerly uh, Mitch in the Morning, and uh, which I think is, uh, you know, it's it's because uh, you know, Mitch, of course, was a fantastically successful morning guy here in Seattle. Uh, so I think now both of us will be former <laughs> morning guys in Seattle. We can commiserate over that. Sarah Colonna and John Ryan... You know, we've had a lot of guests over the years, a lot of comedians, a lot of football players. I just love that these two have become uh, BJ and Miggs royalty as they got together, a comedian and a football player, when a boy meets a girl, and they, are, and, and they have just become like such friends of our show. And they now own Pickles as well, the Portland and, Pickles. And the Portland Pickles. And um, I am so happy for both of them, you know. John Ryan is like one of the best guys you'd ever want to meet who's an athlete. Just a really, really great guy. And Sarah is one of the best people in the world of entertainment. She's such a sweetheart. She's so talented. And I'm really, really happy they're going to join us because they, I say that people are friends of the show. They but truly are. They really, really are. I mean, she even texted me this morning just to make sure we're all good to go. Like that, that was, I thought, yeah, they're awesome. This one, I don't recognize this, but I mean, I'm going to trust you. This Bob Rivers? Rivers. Oh, Rivers. Bob, Bob Rivers will yeah. be joining us. Yeah. I don't exactly know who I, he is. I think he wrote silly songs once. By the way, Bob calls me yesterday because, you know, Bob is the ultimate BJ. Bob's the ultimate prep guy. Yeah. BJ, I just wanted to call you. Let's uh, prepare what we're going to do tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to say who's on first. And yeah. You're going to say what's on second. Yeah, I'm like, Bob, what do you, what do you, want, what do you want to prepare? I mean, have I ever prepared anything? He's like, I know, but I was hoping on your last day, maybe, maybe on your last day. On the day. last day? You almost didn't maybe. even show up on your last day. I know, he's, but he's got a lot of hope that maybe he can trade me and make me a good broadcaster. Uh, Craig Gass, who, again, you know what? Talk about friends of the show. Yeah. And I, it's funny, 
I met Craig on the Brother Wee show. That is the first time I ever met Craig. I didn't know Craig from here. Yeah, and he has a long history with KSW. Yeah, and Craig is, I mean, what a great guy. What a great guy he's been to us. And, of course, Craig, you know, Craig knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And the idea that he would take and some time. And he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> but he really, but, you know, but he does. He backs it up every time. He As does. you know, it's like, next thing you know, you're like, Craig, should we be in this back room? It looks very sketchy. Don't worry, we've got front row seats. Just follow me. i got to go through this tunnel. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Duff McKagan, who, for he is perhaps, I'm going to just say this, he's perhaps the biggest mega star celebrity who I like to think really is a friend of the show, even though he's so effing busy, there's no way he can ever come on the show as much as I think he would like, but he has always been so kind and so gracious. Anytime you've ever asked him to do anything, like if I have an awards thing that I do at a convention yep. where people want to honor me, Duff is like, tell me what I have to do. And so the idea that he would join me today on the last show, uh, it, it, it's, it's so humbling because... He's Duff McKagan. What does right. he even, why does he even know me? He's got better things to do, doesn't he? He was in the farts, after all. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, don't forget the walking papers. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, that yeah. really is his big claim. Fastbacks. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've been in any other bands. No, unfortunately, I really, you know, I said, Duff, I, I really don't know what happened. That You, you know, maybe if you went down to L.A., you know, and spent a little time down there, you might have been able to do something. But now he was Seattle boy through and through. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, there's a bunch of KISW stiffs. Oh, staff. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. I don't know what that means. Is 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 it like a poll you're bringing yes, in that has KISW? presenting you with the giant staff? I appreciate that. <laughs> I really, really do. Never from the station. They wanted yeah. to make sure they were going to be here uh, to just hang out wow. and celebrate. You know, I I appreciate that, but it's very early. I hope they don't hate me for this. Well, well a couple people want like one person wants your mailbox key. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Needs the closet that you use that has a lock on it. Oh, uh, don't forget the parking pass. Parking pass. Oh, I think yeah, uh, Kevin yeah. from Metal Shop is coming for that. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, look, someday, look, it's going to happen. I don't know when. Someday, you're all going to get the email that I woke up this this morning. Which is the company going, get the hell out, fill this paperwork out. It was like, no. You know, oh, dude, the timing was horrible. It's what just, are I'm you going through my what? mail. And it's like, dear you, we, we, we regret to inform you that, you know what, get out. <laughs> it's like, but sign this before you go. And of course, I'm like, the way I started with this company was just delightful. And of course, the way I end with this company is also delightful. Um, the only thing would make it better, and this is the only part that was somewhat entertaining in that stupid Christmas movie with Eddie Murphy. Are they going to have some random woman with a box to help? <laughs> do you remember that, that scene? Yes, I do. I, Spoiler I, alert. But. I forget what movie I watched recently. I don't know what it was, but they now have exit. They have exit uh, personnel. That was the Eddie Murphy movie. Oh, oh, the, the Christmas Lane. movie. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about a different one. Yeah. The, oh, no. Yes. You, dude, you're right. That exit personnel lady. You were saying the same thing. I, I don't know why. I totally was thinking it was an Eddie Murphy movie. I was thinking Trading Places for some reason. No, no, no. You're right, dude. No, one yes. of his better films, this awful Christmas film. That's it. I tried to put it out of my mind. You're right. That Eddie Murphy, Candy Cane Lane movie. You're right. They had the exit the, the exit person. I'm just here to facilitate you leaving the building. Right. Have a good day. Is that your only job? That's what I do. Yes. Yep. Are you leaving okay? And Eddie's like, are you kidding me? You should be leaving now sir it was it, and that's kind of what it felt like at this email it's like hey it's sort of like sarah's oh, outside with a box waiting for you yeah i you know the email just said oh you're still here i thought we talked about this <laughs> <laughs> oh crap this email address still works we were just testing it really sir i thought we i feel like a lot of people told you many times that you really what do you why are you so anyway yeah that's the show today 
Uh, and I'm so very, very happy uh, to, to, to celebrate with some of my friends. It is my last show. All morning long, chatting with some special people in my life. Bob Rivers, Duff McKagan, like I say, all the way over. Uh, and also uh, the KSW Stiff. I cannot wait to the talk stiff, to him. The best Stiffs. Uh, we also want to chat with you, so feel free to call in now. It's basically listeners on the loose all day long. Yeah. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to chat with you, the Rockaholics, at 617 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Today is my last show on KISW. I, I did promise that I would tell you uh, uh, some stuff, but then we also told you like when they announced it that we couldn't tell you anything. Um, the big announcement is... There's no big enough. I know. I, I know. The who, the what, the where, the why, yeah. the when. You're here. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk more about it, but there's a lot of calls on the line, so I want to make sure we get them. Uh, the show is just jam-packed. Yeah. Steve uh, and everybody, Danny and, and Joey Dees and Sarah and, and Vicky is, a lot of people have asked about Vicky. She's been working from home. Vicky's had some personal stuff show up, not related to this at all. The timing was just horrible, yeah. but uh, Vicky is uh, working from home, so she does a lot of the social network stuff, but a lot of people have noticed that she hasn't been here. and. This has nothing to do with her, actually, as far as why she's not here this week. She's dealing with stuff that's bigger than this. Super, and, it, and, it really, really is. Things are okay. Like, like, don't, like, yeah. But I, I even checked in with her yesterday because I was kind of hoping I could twist her arm to swing by. But I was like, you know what? There, there's stuff going on in her world that's more important that she's at home. I, uh, I tried that, too, as a matter of fact. Did you? And then I felt horrible. Because, as you know, because Vicky's going, well, here's what's going on in my life. And right. blah, blah, blah. And we've been monitoring it and so happy for her and her whole family that things are looking up. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, well, I... Was going to ask you, but now that you're telling me, yeah, what, I, don't come in. I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry I called you. No, I, I didn't even bother to even go to the point where we're like, hey, it would be really cool if you... I was just like, you know what? Yeah. That's not even... It, it, like I said, there are things in life that are bigger than what we do here, and I'm just thinking and praying about her and her family every day. And I mean, physically speaking, there is pretty much everything in life is bigger than Vicky. But anyway, who? Yes, yes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Well, they, yeah, they changed the, the rules to be able to get on these elevators. You have to be this tall to ride. That's why Vicky can't come in the building downstairs anymore. downstairs for the last week. It's been really frustrating. But we have a lot of love for Vicky, so just know that. Um, and as things get emotional and we get nostalgic, because you're talking 17 years here, all of us doing this at KISW. Does it thank, feel like 17 it years? It really doesn't. It feels it like... it doesn't at all. Except... I feel like I have worked with Danny for like a hundred years. It just that's that's what it feels. I like. mean, every day feels like that. With it really him. does. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Danny, you've been here what ten ish, eight ish. It'll be eight years in this coming May. It okay. still feels like. I mean, I know you've been here for a while, but it's like, it still feels like a couple of years ago. Danny swung on in, and, yeah. and, and, and but like, yeah, dude. When someone said how many years have been, I'm like, I was like, oh, since 2006, not that long. And then I did the math. I was like, what the f is going on? But here? when you, if you, if I, I say to you, somebody. Somebody gave me this uh, video they got off YouTube of us doing a 12 Days of Christmas, but we it was us and all of the stupid things we used to say. And I'm like, oh, my God, I to haven't heard that probably in t in 10 years. Must have been the same guy sent it to me oh, as well because yeah. I was listening to it. And I'm just like, wow, what a trip. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know if we can play it, but uh, it was still a trip down memory lane. I don't lane. think we'll have time. I was thinking yeah. about it, but Lou, we are... 
I, I mean, every single line is, is, is right. jam-packed, and we're not giving something away. Usually, that's why it would be jam-packed. So I'm going to go to the phone lines, 206-803-ROCK, you, and we'll try to get to the text, but we're going to have a ton of phone calls, so yeah. I don't know if we'll get to too many texts. Uh, this first caller actually is a very good friend of mine, Ethan from Zulu's Board Game Cafe up in the great land of Bothell. And if you uh, love ca- if you love to eat and love to play board games, uh, it, is, it, is, it is one of the finest board game cafes we have here in the Puget Sound. Ethan! Hey, what's going on, BJJ? Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, Ethan, you know, Ethan is like he. What I love about Ethan is he and I play board games so aggressively that there are screaming matches, lots of profanities. People think, "Oh my God, they're going to kill each other!" And yet, you know, Ethan is such a great, great dude that I mean, I any time anybody says, "Hey, Ethan wants to play," it's like Ethan's going to come in and 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 Ethan, yeah, uh, Ethan, you guys up at Zulus have been really, really amazing to me. You've been a great supporter of our show of BJJ's Geek Nation podcast, and um, also you put up with me as a customer who I might have probably chased away many other customers and probably cost you guys lots of money uh so. oh absolutely oh man I, <laughs> I'm sorry I, about that <laughs> yeah no it's no big deal uh no i've listened to your show since it started not i never heard you on the buzz but once you got to ksw it, you know uh i remember used to i used to load my truck for uh <laughs> when i was a delivery driver listening to your show and so the fact that i've gotten to know you over the last five six years uh and realize what a what an awesome person you are. Uh, it's oh. been fantastic. I so, was afraid when you started yeah. with an A that it was going to be a different word no, instead no, of no. awesome. What an A-hole no, no. you are, which would be probably... Well, I thought awful. I didn't you, use to say that. You know how I really feel about you, but I, I don't want to say that on the radio. Yeah, that's so. a good point. I think that's really good because we have we still have the FCC rules. Ethan, I, I love you guys, PC. man. I love you guys so much, yeah. uh, and I'm going to be seeing you soon. I'm going to. I got. I got so many calls, Ethan. But I thank you so much for calling and saying the kind things, man. And I love you well, guys. One quick thing, I just want to say thank you for everything you've also done for Zulus, and it's been fantastic having you as a customer. So, thank you, and hopefully we'll see you in game soon. Yeah, you will. That's a fact. Wow. I, I, from what I understand, I have a little free time on my hands, so I think I. Uh, can we also acknowledge that, that he actually said one quick thing and it was actually a quick thing? Yeah. Typically, oh, yeah. that's not the case. Dude, Ethan wants nothing to do. Like, like, <laughs> I respect I, that. I bother the hell out of him and he has a job and he's busy. And he's like, dude, do you understand I got things to do? And then he just walks off. Could you know, it's yeah, be like, hey, real he, quick. I'm like, yeah. it's not going to be real he's quick. A, he, he delivers on the real quick. I like that. Yeah, he really does. All right, let's go to Alex in Tacoma. 206-803-ROCK. It is my last day here on KISW. Alex, you're on the rock. Hi, BJ. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi, what's up, buddy? Uh, I just want to say you've been a mentor for me. I've been listening to you since you were on the buzz. And nice. uh, until it turned into the wolf, that was the worst surprise of my life. <laughs> What's going on here? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Matt, Gabe, and Ron. And I'm sure some people like you guys. Like, matter of fact, I know a lot of people do. Uh, yes, anyway, Alex. No. Uh, I um, A lot of people did because of the way they did it, which is unfortunate, because we were supposed to be able to say goodbye on the buzz and tell you yeah. our plans of going to KISW, but the company kind of had stuff happen and messed that up, so a lot of people like you just woke up and go, what the hell happened to my station and had no oh, idea. Like, okay, they're going to start with the country song. That's funny, and then they, another one, and another. Yeah. I was like, this isn't funny anymore. I'm going to tell but, you how uh, much fun I had arguing with the company about how they handled that. Uh, yep. Those were great conversations. Uh, Sergeant Hair Club, boy, I'll tell you, he deserves it a medal because I scream and yell about how dumb it is sometimes the things that happen. <laughs> and but yeah, so I'm happy you found us, Alex. I'm happy you got yeah. over here. Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, you guys have been there for me. Like, um, you know, I I listened for a long time and I kind of left the show for a while. Life happened, and I, I got uh, into some 
uh, an addiction. I got into some drugs, and I was doing you know, a lot of meth. And uh, damn, dude, I'd, be, I'd be up a lot, so I'd often listen to you guys in the morning. Uh, it's kind of a safe harbor. And uh, here's the funniest part about it. Really, is um, under my meth psychosis, playing uh, beat Migs. I was under the impression that Migs could hear my thoughts or whatever I could hear, he could hear. Oh, meth is so, so meth you're is not so wrong. I can. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't right the meth right? talking. So I, would, I would turn the radio down for for when he would leave the office for the contestant to oh, play. Right, so yeah, I like you, hear. Oh, so you were just like Steve, like in a soundproof booth. And that's yeah, why I, I started like, playing I, poorly. I, I was like, oh, he'll hear my, he'll, and then he'll, be, he'll know all the answers. So I'd turn it down and then count to 60 and then come back and play with Migs. <laughs> I respect wow. the integrity that you had while you were <laughs> going to. Uh, you were going life to. is a lot better. I've been sober over thank, 15 months thank, now. Thank My you. Man. And, uh, I was, that's I met you one time, BJ, at the Fifth Dawn pre-release. Oh, and, Fifth uh, Dawn, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, gotta love, gotta love my bad. fellow meth head playing Magic players. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't doing meth back then, though. But uh, no, I'm all, all sober now. Got a job. Got I'm a so car. happy to hear that, Alex. Living in an Oxford house. Good for and you, you, man. Recommended a. Uh, David Data's The Way of the Superior yeah. Man. Oh, my God. That was, that. yeah, that classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex. a few times, passed it on. Thank you so dude, much. You're very, very, I Alex. You guys. I'm so happy for your sobriety, dude. That is that is an amazing, amazing thing to do. And uh, good, so much love to you, bro. I'm glad our show was was helpful in you getting on, on a path you wanted to get on. I'm just, my mind is blown that that was going on. Like, you play beat Migs, and I did not realize that I was losing because this guy was turning off the radio. I told you, Steve, if you, start, if you started doing meth, you would be better, but you didn't listen to me back in those I days. never thought I'd be incorporated into a meth story. No, <laughs> you're absolutely right. So glad that we got that. I, I'm glad he's, he's sober. Like, the happy ending is really because nice. he's good. Yeah, yeah the happy yeah. ending is nice. Wow. But, yeah, it's, you just never know who's listening. Wow. You never know what they're going through. That's, wow. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, wow. Let's go to Nick in Kingston, 206803 Rock. It's my last show here on KISW. This is not a joke. Uh, Nick, you're on the rock. Hey, DJ, uh, I just want to say uh, thanks, man. I've been listening since I was in college when I was 19 in 1999. Um, I'd get up in the morning. Oh, yeah. Wow, dude, that's when I first got here in 1999. You've been here since the beginning. Yep. I have uh, the second week of the show, man. I remember the first time you got fired. I mean, almost got fired. I've been going, <laughs> I mean, some listener events, yeah. calling. Um, yeah. If y'all at me, my first wife was a single mom. We got in a fight about that. Oh, yeah. Those uh, were the, those were, boy, I was yeah. really very, very, I was very, very empathetic and understanding of single moms yes. back then. You're very caring. I really was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were great. Um, and uh, just, I mean, just uh, things you've done between you guys, just you and, and Steve, and I've listened to you guys for, I mean, 20 plus years now and like um i've been through a divorce uh I remarried um all my kids uh I'm now a, a granddaughter and oh that's and fantastic I, nick the the uh just the routine of my day that it's been for 20 plus years man like i said you've been a part of it and i want to say thank you for everything you've done man you're very very welcome nick um and I and since you brought up routine, it, it, it's it, it's very important. And I you know I feel, I really feel badly. I wish the timing of today wasn't today because another great radio personality. It's his last day today, Danny Bonaducci. And the timing of this really really sucks because I I, I think it would be great just to let him have this day. Mm-hmm. I heard I mean, he's got look nothing against you, Steve, but I heard he's got better guests. He had like Greg from the Brady Bunch call him. Well, know, I don't remember you being on a children's show. It's here, so BJ. true. I mean, you know. <laughs> 
you know, Danny, come you, back to me when you've been on romper room. I mean, you're right, Danny. I mean, Danny Bonaduce is like an international celebrity, but it's so it's like I love the guests we have. They're very nice people. I'll let them all know they're not they're not Greg Brady. Yeah, but Greg Brady that would have been well. Uh, let's be honest, Marsha Brady would have been better if like, mm. if Marsha Brady would call me. That would be a lot better because I mean, as cool as Greg was, I really did have a thing. We for almost had an, a connection to get Tiger the dog on, but he sadly passed. Uh, oh, really? That would have been, <laughs> so. been interesting. How about Oliver? Nobody wants to talk to Oliver. Can I have Oliver on the show? No, cousin Oliver works here. He's, oh, is that <laughs> it? Uh, but anyway, uh, we know the routine you have, and so really, the radio uh, radio people in general, you know, Danny leaving and me not being on this show anymore, we understand that you know what you wake up to and what you're comfortable with, what gets you rolling in the morning, so you can get to your job or whatever. We know that's disrupted. We know that that's not going to be easy, and um, and and I, I I completely understand that. I really really do. So to Danny's listeners, to uh, of course to all the rockaholics, uh, I I do hope that. You find a routine, you know, that works for you. Um, obviously, KISW is going to be here, you know, uh, after today. So, you know, who knows what will happen? And that's not a thing. Again, I can't talk about the future. They didn't promise. That's the one thing he didn't promise. At least he didn't say how, why, when, future. So I don't yes. have to talk about the future. Obviously, we can't talk about the future because we work for a company. The company makes rules. Do I always agree with the company? Do you know me? Because I don't, don't think I've ever agreed with anything the company's done. Um, but then again, that's my charm. <laughs> somehow, for 24 years, somehow I got to stay around as much as I fought with them about things. But on the glasses someone has full side, at least you get this opportunity to, to, to talk to the listeners. Oh, I think yeah. That's yeah. the one thing where it's like, I think we all hate about radio, and we've all been in a situation where we've had to go on for whatever reason, and you don't get that chance to say hi, bye to some of the people that have really made our lives better. Yeah, you're right, Steve. And I do appreciate... You know, the local team here is great. Yes. I, I, you will never, ever hear me complain about KISW uh, and Odyssey Seattle. I, 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 this, this, this cluster run by Jack Hutchison, who is our, our market manager, uh, is one of the best I've ever worked for. Jack is one of the best general managers, market managers I've ever worked for in my career. Probably the best, really, but I, I don't want him to get too big of a head. You know, you can't give somebody a 10. you right. got to give him a 9 or an 8.5. Yeah. So, you know, I want Jack to know there's room for improvement. Keep him grounded. Yeah, Keep there's, him real. There's room for improvement, Jack, because, uh, you know, I mean, there wasn't a coffee on my desk every day and i just feel like of course again i don't have a desk but still you know uh whatever there should have been something we uh, but apparently we, we have someone uh, a special guest bj yes, we oh do. We, we, i got it it's oh. not on your thing it's not on your thing oh well, so where am I, where you, you i got oh, it you I got, got it, it. Yeah. yeah oh okay so uh my last show on kisw we have a special guest hello hello yes hello do you not recognize me <laughs> i've only been gone for a couple weeks there bro Oh, it's Vicky. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vicky. I'm just not. I'm just not. I'll be honest. I knew it was you. And when you said hello, I'm like, wait a second. Is this Vicky? Does she actually know she's on the air? Yeah, I'm just not used to women calling me. That's the problem. So oh, it's like, is that what it is? I don't know who you are because women all never the, call me. All them bras sound the same. Hi, oh, Vicky. I, I was there today. So do we. Oh, but Vicky, thank you for calling in and. Um, you know, we, 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 I don't know if you heard, but we told people, you know, you've got a lot of stuff going on. That's why you're not here this week. And, um, but Vicky, I mean, you were not able to drink when you joined this show. We would do our listener events and our parties and Vicky was a part of the show. And I felt so horrible that we go, all right, we're going to be live. And Vicky couldn't go because she was underage. And then our show led her to a, a, a brief period of massively drinking. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, oh, man, that's, that's the fun of it, man. Right. I mean, I've been here. 
there 14 years. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it is amazing because really you were a teenager. Uh, one of my favorite memories, Vicky, and it's not even on the radio, but, you know, when you turn 21, you know, you really you got to go out and party. So I know at least for us, we said, hey, we're going to do a 21 something with you. So we went to uh, Rock Bottom, I think it was. And well, was it The Rock with The, the Rock? That's The Rock. The yes, The Rock. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The Rock. I don't know what Rock Bottom is in my brain. Yeah, The it, Rock it has... It was the day the Avengers movie premiered because we went to The Rock and I got buckets. <laughs> and dude, honest to God, because you know Vicky's tiny, so Vicky's in the chair and she already looks like somebody just put her in a high chair. And then they bring the bucket out. And honest to God, I mean, it looked bigger than Vicky. And I used to see Vicky. I'm like, Vicky, I don't think you can drink all that just because I don't think you have enough space in your body to take all that liquid. And but it was so fun to see Vicky get a little buzzed and you know just. And, you know, moments like that where it's just like, I don't think I've ever celebrated somebody turning 21 in my career because we've just never had anybody that young right. ever work on our show. Uh, Vicki, it's been a pleasure. You've been amazing. I know you want to say something, so I'll let you say something. Oh, no. I, I, that's it. I just wanted to hear how amazing I am. Yeah, good call. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're absolutely I respect right. respect that. Yeah. You know what? People can say good things about you if you shut up. I think that's a great idea. Um, right. Vicky, I mean, it, it's been so great when you were an intern on our show and we were looking for another person. There were, we had a couple of candidates that we were, were choosing from, but head and shoulders, we were like, God, that, that Vicky really is the best. And then when you got lost trying to find her, you know, just that, trying to go to a McDonald's that was like two miles away, we, we that were like, forever sold me on Vicky. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Cause yeah. if, she's if, the one. It wasn't getting lost. It was the fact that I came back. Yes, one thousand <laughs> percent. Yes. Come back. And, and poor Granted, Vicky, the food oh. was freezing cold, yeah, and it was. was four hours later than what we thought we were going to get. But you came back. Yeah. If you didn't have the stuff going on in your life, Vicky, I'm telling you today, we would have sent you out to get food just to see what would happen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we would have just for old <laughs> times' sake. You take my phone away and me try to navigate Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been, oh, gosh. <laughs> so, uh, Vicky, you know I got a lot of love for you. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, obviously, we miss you, uh, you know, not being here, but understandably we get it. And I'm, I'm happy that you're home and all your stuff is getting better in your life. And and uh, you've been amazing on social networks, uh, you know, helping us out with BJ Shays Geek Nation like you've done. It's been a, it's been a hell of a ride, Vic. Oh, man. And you guys are like my second family. Like, I love you guys so much. And it's like everyone said, bittersweet today. And I'm just glad that I was able to at least call in. Wish I was there, guys. Yeah. Uh, love you, Vic. Love you guys. Much there love. There she goes. I would like to say Danny is not like my second family, but more like my prison family. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd like to say that. He always wants to let you use his wallet. It's very yeah, weird. It's I don't understand what that means. It's true. I'm like, it's on a wallet chain. Why do you keep trying to give it to him? And I, like, yeah, and that wallet chain connected to his wallet and where it goes from the wallet to, yeah, it's disturbing. You're welcome. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, I don't think I like it anymore. Some shows have Greg Brady. Yeah. Other shows have prison wallets. <laughs> That's what we have. <laughs> That's why, that's why we are what we are. Maybe uh, let's go to Danny and Kirkland. Two zero six eight zero three Rock. Today is my last day on KISW, and it's not a joke. Danny, you're on the Rock. Hey BJ, uh, I just wanted to call and say thanks for the many years of listening. I've, I've been listening since you were on the Buzz. One of the first shows I remembered uh, on April Fools when Brad told everybody you had gotten fired while you were at the Red Sox game. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I think it just shows a testament to how much that you really changed over the years. In the beginning, you were kind of doing like the similar thing to Likeus and 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 some of those other shows. And even when people complained that you were bringing a woman on the show when you hired Vicky, but you did it because you thought it was the right thing. And I think it shows because you're still around and a lot of the people that were doing that sort of thing aren't. So I wish you the oh, best thanks, in whatever Danny. you do next. Nice. Yeah. It's evolution, baby. 
Evolution, yeah. baby. Also, two things happened. Got rid of Brad <laughs> and went to therapy. I think those, you know, uh, speaking of Brad, by the way, uh, he is one of our first special guests. Yes, he is. Uh, and I'm going to write a wrong. You are. I am going to write a wrong. I, even Brad doesn't know this, oh, but this again, be good. it's my last day. So I think I might have to Guns tell... Guns are blazing. Who I'm, gives an F? I might have to tell a story. I will not mention any names, but you have not heard the real reason why Brad, the producer from Hell, was just all of a sudden not on our show anymore. And Brad has been a great friend of mine for the longest time. I, it's amazing how we, we've stayed together as friends and we've talked, and yet the way he left the show was probably one of the worst ways I've ever had anybody leave a show. And... Well, you know, I don't know where everybody is that orchestrated all that all those years ago, but F them. <laughs> so we'll have Brad, the producer, on the phone, 206-803-ROCK. We'll take all the calls we can. It is my last show on KISW, and um, yeah, Brad, the producer, is going to be joining us uh, here at uh, 647 on The Rock. DJ and Mix, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It is my last show on KISW. Um, and you were promised that we would tell you more about why. Unfortunately, I don't know who wrote that promo that said I could give you the what, the how, the why, the when, you know, the, the future. The, yeah. Um, I'll just, but you know how it goes. Look, uh, companies and employees will part ways. And when that happens, usually the company, as you know, when we've had that happen on this show before, uh, we're not allowed to say anything. It's a weird position for me to be in to go, hey, I can't tell you about this employee that's leaving the company because they don't want me to because I am the employee leaving the company. Right. But I still am employed by this company. So it's, it's a weird sort of thing. So it's pretty you- unheard of in radio, especially. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, so I'm very grateful uh, that I'm allowed to do this last show and say goodbye to everybody. It's not a joke. It's not a bit. This is my last show on KISW for the foreseeable future. And look, I mean, you know how old I am, so probably forever. Uh, but I... Um, hey, look, if Mark, Tom, and Travis could get back together, so could you and KSW. That's a very good point. 
You never know what could you never know what could happen. Um, but yeah, so today is my last show. Can't tell you why, but it's obviously look, you know, uh, obviously the company and me, uh, we decided this is how it's going to go. Uh, who made that decision? How that happened? What went on? Yeah, that I can't talk about, but that that's really what it is. What's the future? I don't know, but I do know this. I'm not retiring because, well, I'm also going through a divorce and I need money. <laughs> so, I mean, bottom line. So, can't get much more honest than that. Yeah. So, uh, that's really, that's all I can say right now. Um, and, uh, you know, you might be walking through a Safeway someday and, uh, you know, my supermarket passed. You might see me going, dude, seriously, you should get that syrup. You know, that could be me. So you, you never, you never I see know. you more in the flower section. Oh, you know, really? Putting together uh, the bouquets. I used to work for the Hare Krishnas making flowers. So, yeah, you're right. I have the skill set for that. Duh. Yeah. All right. So here we have a special guest, right, Steve? Yes, we do. Someone from your past. Someone oh. from way back in the day, BJ. Well, let's see if I have his, if I still have his. You have to. In the box. Yeah. Why am I introducing him when you just have, you have your box? Oh, I do. I just got to make sure that I don't have that word in there. It's bleeped. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. It's been a long time. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, and if you have never listened to me on The Buzz, you don't know who this guy is. And if you've been with me that entire time, well... Brad, the producer from hell. What a... There he is, everybody. Even Brad. if I haven't heard him, you always bring him up throughout the years. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bradley! 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 Yeah. Bradley. Uh, the first person I ever worked with here when I got to Seattle, uh, the producer they assigned me, I want to say that because I never picked him. And let me tell you, Brad never picked me either. And uh, wow, what a relationship. Brad! Is he there? Oh, well, there you go. Just like Brad, he's not there. Maybe right. you put him to sleep. Yeah. This is great. All right, while we're waiting for him. Oh, my God. There he is. DJ. Uh, you're right. I never did pick you, right? I used to listen to your show before I was your producer, and I hated you. Oh, my God. Every second of your show was just just unlistenable until i got with you and then everything got done brad i i want to i you know i want to tell the origin story because really the most successful time of my career started when i came to seattle i had no idea what would happen for me coming here i was I was I, I couldn't get a job in Rochester, New York. I was like, oh, my God, where's my career going to go? Bob Rivers was kind enough to get me an interview and an audition on The Buzz. I had no idea at that time. As I told my family, I go, we're going to move to Seattle. And my kids were so disappointed because they loved Rochester. They were in a great school district. They had great friends. And I said, all right, well, you know, I, I want to go learn something new. And this is talk radio. I've never done it before. I had no idea that this would be the best decision I'd ever made in my career. But what happened? And this is the origin story. I get to uh, I get to this company. Uh, we're in the same building as the news radio station. They hate us. They hate everything about us. And the people at the news radio station were in charge of assigning as a, a, a talk show. They assign you a producer. They assign you somebody to run the board like Danny does for us. You have no choice in that. Well, there's an A team, a B team, a C team, and then the Brad team. And so, so Come they give on, they. Really? Gi they give me Brad, a disgruntled former Kiss boy. He was a stunt guy for you know Chris Kiss and Dana the station, in the morning. Not just someone who goes around Kiss boy. Yeah, and and he was known as Kiss boy working for Chris and Dana okay. back in the day. Yeah, and Top Shelf. 
who basically is an alcoholic but functioning alcoholic because he can run the board. These they, So they're not the best. They give me the two worst people at the station because they don't care about the buzz. They don't care about me. I used to fight with the guy who was in charge of organizing going, can I have better people? He goes, no, you're not going to get the A-level people. I mean, they were very arrogant over there at, at, you know, at the news station. So I was like, okay, if you're going to be that way to me, I'm, I'm going to hate you guys forever. Was that the building right across the street from the, the Mexican food oh, restaurant? that was the best part of that building. That was pretty cool. Love the Azteca. So what happens on my first day, and Brad will testify to this, my first day I go in, I want to do a good job. I have to. I, ha- I got a family to feed. I've just moved to Seattle. This is not a cheap place to live. So I go on the air. I'm ready to do talk show. I got my topics ready to go. And I am going, blah, 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 blah. Nobody's calling. Instead, on the call screen, I see Z's. And Brad's like, you are the worst. Like, Brad, literally, we have not met each other. And Brad is calling me out. You suck at this job. You suck. You're the worst at this job. And I'm like, we're fighting off air. I'm like, dude, just put callers through. And Brad's like, nobody wants to talk to you. Your subjects are boring. I'm not going to subject people to that. It's this sucks. He goes, really? You've got maybe three or four days in this business. Top shelf, laughing his ass off as we're both fighting. And I'm going, what an a-hole this guy is behind the... He's laughing. I'm the host of the show. (laughs) So it was a miserable first day. I went home and I told my wife. I was like in tears going, I can't believe I moved this all out here. This company is horrible. And these people they gave me are horrible. And I'm telling you the whole story about how the day went. And I think, you know, if you're, you know, sometimes when you tell your spouse you have the worst day ever and your spouse doesn't react the way they're supposed to because my wife burst out laughing. (laughs) And even though Kathy and I are getting a divorce, because of what she did that day, changed my career forever because she said she laughed and she couldn't stop laughing. And I was so angry. I'm going, God dang, I can't believe you're laughing. This is our life. And she goes, honey, honey, I am so sorry. I'm not laughing at you. She's, I'm just laughing at the stupidity the of the situation. Of yeah. She said, it's like a sitcom. You couldn't plan this out of how horribly funny this is. And then when she said that, a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, Oh, wow. I wonder if anybody else would think this is funny. So I went in the next day, and Brad, you remember I came into you in Top Shelf, and you, Brad was standing there like, I know he hates me for this, but you know Guns what? Guns are blazing. Guns are, and I sat them both down, and Brad, I don't know, this is what I remember. You might remember differently, but I said, hey, you know everything you did yesterday? And you're like, and Brad's yeah. like, yeah. I go, do it again, but this time, do it on air. I want you to come on a little microphone, say you think I suck, and I said, Toppy, we're going to put your microphone on because you'll be the laughing idiot, but, and uh, let's see how that goes. And the show was born. And, and it was funny because Brad looked at me, we talked, and he goes, wait, I- I- you really want me to be mean to you and want to do that stuff? And Brad, I remember the look in your eye. You smiled, and you were like, you know, this could be a really great idea. Best day ever. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And from that moment forward, Brad and I, I mean, we had so much fun doing this show of him being a complete jackass, me being way too serious as a guy who's like, who cares what I have to say? Toppy just laughing and drinking and being an idiot. And Brad, I mean, working with you, it it changed my entire life and my career. I wouldn't have what I have right now, uh, which, by the way, uh, I'm I'm, I'm basically not having a job anymore. So, yeah, I'm blaming you for this. Uh, But... Everything I had was because of what we created at the Buzz all those years ago. And brother, a lot of love to you, man. Yeah, right back at you, BJ. You know, I, I don't know if everybody's aware, but BJ and I have stayed pretty close friends throughout this this whole thing. You know, for the last twenty years, ever ever since they kicked me out of the building. Um, you know, you've been a great mentor to me, and uh, yeah, I just thank you so much for that. But 
I got to say, I know the rest of the story. Can I tell everybody what's going on? Come uh, on. Let me, uh, let me, uh, come on, let me drop the bomb. No, you really can't. <laughs> Uh, Only because I don't know what story you're going to tell, but it's probably disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not disgusting at all. Well, actually, I do have a story I can tell about you. Okay, go right ahead. Well, I'm sure your entire morning show team knows how bad your digestive issues are, right? You know what? I mean, uh, you know what's funny is I don't, I've gotten better. I don't think they know, like you know, because I really did have bad digestive issues. But do tell. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, he's got di- bad digestive issues anyway. So we find ourselves in New Orleans at Morning Show Boot Camp, right? And we're looking around that night. It's the first night. We're looking for a restaurant to eat at. We find this Italian place. There's a guy out in front, some grifter out oh, in front, trying to, yeah. trying to usher everybody in. And there's a sign out in front that says, you know, you, back then you were a vegetarian. Yes. And I think it had been 30 years since you'd eaten meat, right? That's why I had digestive issues, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that place, because they had that sign out there, and the guy offered us, I, I don't know, I think it was like free beer, free Budweiser with, with the meal. We, you and Toppy and I said, all right, let's go. So we go in there. Of course, Toppy and I order you know, all kinds of things with meat in there, and DJ orders this vegetarian lasagna, and he's almost done with it. You know, We're in there for about two hours, and he's just at the very end of the meal, and he goes, Brad, t- taste this for me, would you? This is kind of... I'm not sure if this is meat or not. So he gave me a bite, and immediately I knew that that was beef in there. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't had meat for so long. So. For 30 years. Yeah. And so for the next three days, he's spraying the walls in our hotel room. <laughs> you know, Brad. His no, son does that now, yeah, but for different yeah, reasons. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> you know what? I was going to criticize him, but you know what? You decided to go down that road, too. You know what? Can I work with people that have couth? Apple too far. Yeah, yeah here we go. <laughs> Brad, I want to I wanna right a wrong. You talked about how you got kicked out oh, of the building. Yes. I am, Brad, I'm doing this yeah. for you, brother. I am going to right a wrong and do something that you probably thought would never, ever happen. I am going to tell the story of your departure because what are they going to do? Get rid of me? Um, plus, plus everybody's everybody's gone that were part of that decision anyway because the company finally woke up and realized they had the dumbest people working in management. But so here's what happened: Brad had a lot of stupid ideas, dumped for the pump, all these ridiculous ideas that were horrible. And hey, I was drunk. I was drunk, but I came up with that one. I just want to say. But Brad had an idea so bad that I can't even tell you the name of it. I can't. And I even then I was like, Brad, you, we can't use that name for a bit. And so you know what it is. Yeah, it, I do. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's basically a takeoff on the old Queer Eye, uh, you know, for the straight guy show. And um, so, Brad, and, and here's the thing with Brad. Brad is just like, my ideas are the best ideas. You're going to have to listen to him or you're a jerk. And so I thought, you know what? I need to find a bad guy. I, it can't be me because I got to work with this guy. He'll cry all day if I don't like his idea. So as a manager, I'm like, I know what I'll do. Our general manager at the time, who said no to everything we wanted, will obviously say no to this horrifically stupid idea. Instead, Brad, so I said, Brad, go talk to the boss. If the boss likes this idea, you're fine. Of course, I'm thinking, there's no way the boss is going to like this idea. It has a very bad word in it that nobody ever says. So I'm like, he will nix this. 
And instead, the boss gives Brad the A-OK. We start running promos. We start doing everything. And then the next thing you know, because it's a horrific idea, the, 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 you know, the whole company hears about this. And they are at, mad as all hell. And, of course, the company's like, who's responsible for this? And the coward of a general manager passes the buck. And basically, Brad gets fired because the coward of a general manager wouldn't come out and say he approved the idea. It, it, and Brad, in all these years, and this is why I'm so happy we're still friends, Brad, because Brad didn't know. He just maybe assumed. You know, sometimes you assume that when you get fired, it's like, oh, hey, I really wanted you fired, but I'm not right, going to admit right, that. Right. And You want a bad cop, and you're going to act like the good cop. And I walked in, and I saw Brad packing up his stuff, and we had a really successful show. We were killing it. And I'm like, what the hell? So I, I, I remember Brad's like, I'm out or whatever. I walked into that coward general manager's office and said, what is going on? He's like, blah, blah, blah. and I, I mean, it was a gigantic screaming match. I called him everything under the sun. And, 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 and I'm giving that story now, Brad, because you should never have been fired. You were an amazing employee. And that coward general manager, like so often in our business, we have the most horrible people working in management who make decisions. And then, th- you know, like three months later, you know what? They're out there selling frozen yogurt because they shouldn't have been in our business in the first place. And Brad, I wanted to write that wrong. You know, you did nothing wrong. You sh- the, the, the general manager effed you. You were a great talent. And I am so sorry because we had a great show uh, on the buzz. It was the greatest show we ever. It, it was the best show we had. We, I did my best to try to put on a good show. But no show on the buzz did we ever do was better than with you, me and Top Shelf. And I wanted to give you finally that. I wanted people to know that it was BS and that thank, thank God that coward general manager is no longer in radio. It was just probably 35 years too late when they finally sent him packing. So uh, just wanted to do that well, for I, you, buddy. I really appreciate that, BJ. I, absolutely, man. But you, you and I both know that um, I have, I've, I've grown since then and I, I do. Yeah, own, he's got like a real uh, job. A of- like he's, like he's worked with like Bill Gates and people. Like it's like I don't, I'm like, do they know who you are? It's amazing the people he's he, worked with. I was his trusted advisor for about uh, <laughs> well, five <laughs> five years at the Gates Foundation. Yeah, by that and, he means um, that Bill said, "Would you please turn on the AV stuff?" And Brad said, "Sure, Mr. Gates." <laughs> so I hope you weren't <laughs> drinking and coming up with new games and ideas for Bill Gates. <laughs> hey, Bill, here's a great idea. Let's play dump for the Microsoft pump. Yeah. I told him. I said, "Do not get on that Epstein plane." Don't. And he didn't listen. He still got on there. Brad, lots of love. Thank you for calling in and honoring me on this last day, dude. You, it was a pleasure working with you all those years, and my career wouldn't be what it is if uh, I didn't get to do that show with you and Top Shelf all those years ago with The Buzz, and it was some of the greatest radio I've done in my life, man. So lots of love to you, buddy. Yep, right back at you, man. Love you. There you go. Brad, the producer from hell, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. I've never really wished for any human being to have anything bad happen to them, but that general manager, man, if oh, I ever that's, read... that had to be infuriating. If, yeah, if I ever read anything about that general manager, you know, no longer being on the planet, I am going to have a drink. And, I've and, had and those I'm going to have a drink. Where you're looking at someone, you know that they... You're just like, are you not going to say something? Are you not going to say that you were in, you were okay with this? Like, they just act like as if, oh, no, this is news to me as well. What a coward. Yeah. And, and the sad thing is, that general manager really didn't need the money. Like, it's like some people you go, okay, they need their job. They really have to, you know, I get right. it. Some people, you know, you, it's, it's hard to argue with somebody when their life, you know, their life and their, their family and they got to support. But this dude, no, 
He didn't need any of that. I mean, I, his situation was really sweet and comfy and nice. That's why I was like, you are an effing coward, and you're the worst at your job. And, of course, I would be screaming and yelling in the halls. That's what we did. You know, when Hair Club got here, yep. I was screaming and yelling in the halls because those were the moments we had. I was like, I hate this place so much because of the cowards that are in charge. And finally, Dave was I like... I feel like people who sang cubicles could write just a book about that experience. Oh, yeah, like, dude. Things that they overheard as you were yelling in the halls. That's why Hair Club is really... He, he should get so much love before because he's used to working with crazy people, mm-hmm. but he understands because he was like, he immediately was like, oh, yeah, you were he, like, I told him who that person was. I mean, that's why I love Dave. Dave goes, oh, yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because it, Dave just didn't pull any punches. He goes, yeah, that, I don't know why that guy's still here. Thank God he's not in charge of me. He goes, I, when I took the job here, I said, I said to the company, Dave goes, I said to the company, I don't answer to that guy because that guy sucks. And I'm like, you know what, Dave? I think I'm going to like you a whole lot. <laughs> All right, yeah, it is my last day uh, on the show, and um, all morning long we're going to be chatting with some special people in my life. I really, I know you folks online are waiting. We'll try to we'll get try to, to get to you phone callers because please Steve understand is, he's jammed us up with great guests, and of course you know me, I like to tell stories, and so a very very special guest up next. Oh, I'm very excited about this because this I think is a special. Because I is this a, is this a surprise? No, no. It's oh, the I know. Guy who, I mean, maybe you, no, no. Oh, there he is. Well, I don't oh, know. he I wasn't on the. He, we're still waiting for him to call. Oh, he's not there. No. It's so funny. He's texting us saying, "When should I call?" And we're telling him, "Call now." And he hasn't called. Did you give him the right number? Yeah. I'm not sure what that. Well, somebody will be on. <laughs> Or well, we'll we take calls. Brother, we, we take a couple calls. We still got a couple minutes. Oh, let's do that. I want to take a couple. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, the, you know, hey, hey, Joey D's, you have numbers over here, but it would be a good idea if like you just put everybody one, two, three, four, five, like because I, I'm trying to find what the next number is, but since there's no one, I don't know what just number. Pick a random one. Pick a random well, one. Let's let's just, well, Joey D's has got a guy. Screw all right, Joey all right. and his plans. All right, Casey and KC, probably listening on the uh, Odyssey app. A U D A C Y. Casey, you're on the rock. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Oh, okay. Is this Casey Dennis? Yes, sir. Ah, oh, one of the old-time listeners old from the school. Buzz days. Yeah. Well, Casey, I, so you got to hear the real story behind Brad. I'm, I'm so happy to be able to share that story all these years later. Uh, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Not too much. I just want to call and tell you that uh, a big part of my day and morning's gone now because I usually download your show before I go, in, go into the power plant and work and and uh, it feels like a bit of me's missing because you've got me through some really dark, dark times. Yeah, man, you have been a longtime supporter of this show back when I was, you know, had, back when I had a hiatus because when I first started working for this company, of course, there were going to be problems. So I had to take eight months off and, and negotiate with the company to get my job back. And um, Casey, you guys, guys like you and all the folks that helped out, you were there from the beginning. Um, I, uh, you know, I'll tell you this. I, I, it's always tough. Change is tough. Obviously, this is your routine, you know, but I will say this, um, you know, what happens on KISW is probably going to be a really cool thing because that's what, uh, and, and thanks for the call, bro. I, I really appreciate it. What happens next? Look, KISW has a history of great, great radio on this station. So, I mean, really, the track record is insane. So what happens next for KISW? 
you know, you just you can just count on the track record and go. It's it's probably going to be pretty pretty awesome. What happens for me next? Well, yeah, like I said, I'm getting divorced, so I have to work somewhere. I don't know where, but I do. Plus, I really love radio, and this isn't digging ditches. I can do this for a long time. Absolutely. Then, you know, it really isn't that hard of a job as far as on my body or physically. I mean, you know, it's just like I walk in and talk like an idiot on a microphone, and sometimes I even make it on time. You know, well, I mean, it's a big sometimes. Sometimes, you know. I mean, all right, um, all right. So, do we have our special guest? No? Is he on the hold? Yeah. All right. So I mean, we could be quick. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have a ton of time, but you know, we can make all it right. happen. All right. Uh, all right. It's all a right. man that we became friends with over the years at our radio conventions, and he always brings up great times and great stories. And he wanted to join us to say some love and show some love to you, BJ. Please welcome to the show, the man, Griff. Griff. BJ is your favorite black person on the whole planet. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right, Griff. You really are. I really uh, am. You really, really, you really, really are. And um, I know you want to say nice things about me. A lot of people don't know Griff. I have to tell you something. There are people that change your lives. And first off, I'm going to say this, Griff. Griff, I'm going to say this because I want to be an ally. I will tell you this. Griff is living proof that if everybody had the same opportunities in this world, I'm a white dude. I get to walk through every door. There's there's no door that's closed to me. Griff is so talented. I had a real wake-up call when I met Griff. I realized, you know what? I am nowhere near any like the best talent in this business because Griff, you are one of the smartest people I've met. You are so friggin' wow. talented. Funniest. You have such a big heart. Yep. And honestly, Griff, I'm just going to say that if you weren't a black dude, if our places were switched, uh, no doubt about it, you would be basically where I am. And I'd be calling in going, hey, you know what there, Griff? I'm your favorite black man. So good to call you. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) freaky Friday. That's what it would have been. Let's do it. Uh, Griff gave me business books. He gave me so much advice and philosophy. One of the deepest, kindest, smartest men. And yet... When you see him perform, the guy is just a living bundle of talent. That's so quick, so amazing. Stand-up comic, does a radio show. I mean, honestly, Griff, you should be known all over the world because of how talented and good you are. But that, that's what I have to say about you. I have so much love for you, man. I heard I really no lies right there. No. Funniest guy I ever met. That, oh, yeah. That, oh. That, that totally means a lot to me, man. And I only call, and for the people that are saying, well, where can we? I'm at $2 trillion on everything. The there we go. Two, and the word trillion. Two trillion. BJ, Do it. BJ, you, have, you don't even know the influence you had on my life, man. When I was going to those radio camps and those morning show boot camps, I was always, I didn't even have a job. I was just going because I figured I'm a comedian. I can meet more radio people when I'm doing like, and, and the books you gave me, you gave me a book called The Ways of the Superior Man. Right? Yes. Yes. Yep. L- l- let me tell you something. And the book you gave me had a CD in it. Like I was a whole kid. It was like having <laughs> green eggs and ham with the, with the reader at the end. It, it, it blessed me. It changed me. It made me more mature. And dog, I just want to say, man, you are going to be missed. You, I'm sure people have been calling all day saying, man, it was one time in September of 2003. You, it's because when you are more than an influencer, that word just got trendy in the last couple of years. You have been changing people's lives 
through this medium of radio for a very long time. And big homie, I'm a disciple too. Oh man. And you know, it's so funny. I forgot I gave you that book. Cause Griff, you gave me the book. What got you here won't get you there. An amazing yeah. business book that has you blow up your whole life. It, even though you're at a, a level of success. And I remember I was like, oh, my God, this book is telling me to stop doing everything that I'm doing. How the hell will I be successful? And I read the yeah. book, do the book, put it into practice. And, I'm, and that book changed my life, Griff. So you and I have really been... And you know what, dude? We have an, BJ we have and a, Chris Book Club. That's dude, the new show. He, Griff, <laughs> Griff is one of those people that you don't have to see for years. Yeah. And as soon as you talk to, talk to him, pick up the phone, see him, it's like you pick up where you left off. One of the most precious humans in my life, man, really. BJ, I don't, I can't take all this, homie. That's that's too much. It's, it's your <laughs> show, dog. I call to give you the same love, man. I, I know you got a million people calling, yeah. a lot of guests. Thank but you, I Griff. I just wanted to call and tell you I love you, man. You really made an impact on my life, and and if you didn't, I wouldn't even call. Steve, Danny, y'all are awesome. We love you, man. Love you, uh, Griff, we love you, and uh, there we and go. We don't have time. Nation. Yeah, we, we can't share the. We can't share the story of the time that Griff saved our lives in Dude, Denver. It's so true. Griff, I think we should tell that story. We have to. Can I can we do a bridge. I don't even yeah. know if Griff realizes Griff, how he I, saved our lives. You, we're no, this, is, this isn't hyperbole. You saved our lives, Griff, because we are two lame white guys having no idea that we were walking in to our deaths. And thank God you were with us. And Steve, tell him. If it's just do remind you remember Griff, that, Griff? No, what happened? Do you remember? We were at a radio convention and we're wasted and we're walking to some club and we're walking like that. It's like a an area that's it's not the best area in Denver. And these random dudes came up and we're with you and your friends and oh, I remember, dog, I remember. And the one guy. And and yes, yes. And, yes. Then, and it was like all of a sudden I don't even know how it happened because I was so wasted. But it went from I thought a friendly what's up to like some serious jaw jacking going on. And I remember seeing one of the guys in the other group had a gun in his back. And then all of a sudden, like your buddy was talking some stuff to him back and forth. And then you just swooped in. I don't even think you know you know you realized if there was a gun in the guy's back like area. But you just started making everybody laugh, including those guys. And all of a sudden, I was like, we're about to die. We're about to die. Oh my God, Griff just saved our lives. It's so true. Yo, I yeah. just, dog, let me tell you something, man. Well, first of all, you're welcome, and I'm going to need $100 <laughs> for both y'all. Well, I think the statute of limitations is gone now. I'll send you a book. There we go. But wait a minute. Here's what, yo, you remember that we got a limo, and we all went to go uh, piss at Denver, the Denver Broncos Stadium. That's what started. Yes. Yes. That's right. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to urinate on the stadium. Because, of course, Griff. <laughs> Griff, unfortunately, Griff made the one the, the real one bad choice Griff made in his life was becoming a Raiders fan. But otherwise, you know, I was all in. I'm like, let's pee on the stadium. Yeah, we was here for it. Hey, I love you guys, man. I can't wait to tell my wife that story. I'm out here saving uh, white folks. You uh, did. You did. Oh, uh, so true. You did. You saved two white. You saved you two. You saved two white boys that shouldn't have been in the hood. You really, really did. And I think soon after that, you looked at me and we're just BSing. You're like, you're like, yo, I like Marcy Playground. You like Marcy Playground? I'm like, of course I do. And then we just started talking about Marcy Playground for the rest of the time. That is, uh, Griff, I, can't, I mean, I, there's not enough words to tell you how much I love you. Thank you for calling in on my last day. It means so much, man. Man, I'll see you soon, my guy. I love you, dog. Oh, I love you, too. We got, we got, got to, Griff's got to get back to boot camp. He's got to yes. get back to that convention. It's I not agree. the same without him. He's just amazing. I mean, all these stadiums are staying dry without him. <laughs>
Dude, that was so funny. I forgot he about is, that part. Now so, I remember why we ended up in that weird area. Dude, such a diehard Raiders fan. He goes, I want to go to Bronco Stadium and, and take a leak on the wall. And he was serious. I'm like, you know what? I'm a big fan of a lot of sports. But, you know, I think I'm not going to go travel to the stadium and take a leak. I think I'm going to just go maybe, you know. And I remember looking at him going, I am so in for this. Yeah, you were. And I'm like, don't, 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 don't encourage him. <laughs> don't encourage him to go take a pee on anybody's building. Don't do this. Oh, great, great guy. And an guy. amazing radio talent. Oh, my gosh. If you ever get a chance to hear Griff or see one of his comedy shows, I, I, I can't tell you how talented he is. In our, in our business, he should be the king of our business. Mm -hmm. All right, today is the last show, my last show, I should say, at KISW. All morning long, we're going to be chatting with some special people in my life. Um, I, I hopefully will keep a dry eye with this because he's the man that gave me my start back in Rochester, New York. Single-handedly, I think, probably the most influential person in this industry as I had no idea what great radio was. I thought I did until I got to work with this man. Brother Weeze joins us at 722 on The Rock. DJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Ninety nine point nine KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It is uh, my last show today on KISW. It's not a joke. It's not a bit. Uh, well, we know you were promised information. I'll just quickly tell you that the company and I are parting ways, and you know how companies are. They don't want you to give details for anything. And so that's pretty much it. I uh, don't know the future. Hopefully, I will have one. Uh, sure. As you know, I'm getting I'm divorced, sure. so I need a job. That's for sure. Um, and the future for this fine radio station, you just know the history of KISW. They always have amazing morning shows. It's one of the great things about the over 50 years of this radio station's existence. So, you know, uh, I what I hope is, is that things go well for this station as well as for me in my life. Because this station is has been an amazing accomplishment on, in my career. I, it's been, I've been so happy and proud to work here. And uh, we were about to have Brother Weeze on the show, but he's, he's running a couple minutes behind. So he was hoping okay. we could uh, chat with maybe one of our fine rockaholics for a couple yeah, minutes. And let's then we'll get it. Brother Weeze on right after that. All right, let's go to Jay. Jay and Lake Stevens, you are on the rock. Hey, BJ, how are you doing? Uh, well, Jay, it's a bittersweet day. How's Sarah doing? Is she crying yet? Uh, yeah, big thumbs up. Yep. Oh yeah, I, know. I lost the bet. Um, yeah, sorry about that, buddy. I used to, you know, I used to work for the Fitch Show down the hall from you. Oh really? Oh, Bill, yeah. is this Big J? That's Jay Bird. Yeah. yeah. What's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Hey man, I want to thank you just for just giving me a couple minutes of your time. Anytime I, we would just talk. You know what I mean? But also, like, I want to thank you for just like right treating <laughs> your people like awesomely because well, not everything I've we don't heard. Treat really well. No, yeah. well, Danny, that's another story. But yeah. anytime I talk with Steve or anybody, Rev, anybody from the past. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, caught up and everything. They just had nothing but like really good things to say about you and how stand up of the guy you are for them and just how good of a leader you are to that show. And you know what? That speaks volumes and it's really going to suck that that company's going to be gone without you. You know what I mean? Uh, Jay, thank you so much for those kind words, man. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Love your brother. Yeah, thank you. you know, I was I I I got to give here club credit. Well, actually, I you know what I know he's going to be calling in, so I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, I'll wait because I mean the idea that people might think I'm a good leader is amazing to me because I never ever really was, and I have to credit the people who basically challenged me, helped me, nurtured me, molded me into being at least better at that. Uh, and Hair Club's definitely a guy that was the one that helped with that. Let's go to Matt and Puyallup. Matt, you are on the rock. BJJ. Who cares? We care today. Do you? Oh, really? Just for today. We're changing it? Yeah, just for today. Yeah, How come we, we didn't get Lou Pate as a guest? The, the old Cairo talk show host who came up with that line. I have no idea where he yeah, is. I, no, I didn't know why. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That was a rhetorical question. We're okay. not getting Lou Pate okay. on the show. Yeah. Uh, but if Lou called in, that would be hysterical. Wait, if, I, we'll have to find that, too, because uh, then you'll hear the history of why we have, you know, BJJ, who cares? Lou Pate, who, by the way, is a friend, and I love Lou. He's, he's, a, he's a good dude. Matt, what you got for me, buddy? You know, in high school, it was Bob Rivers. Uh, then Howard Stern took over a couple of years, and then uh, you came on, and it was a bit uncertain, but you've carried the reins well, and it's it's going to be crappy to see you go, man. Matt, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's, the legacy of great talent here is is not lost on me, especially Bob Rivers. I mean, Bob, Spike, and Joe, my God, they own this town. Uh, and, you, you know, that's why when I first met Bob at a convention, I was nobody. I was a nobody. And Bob Rivers had already established himself as an amazing radio talent for his stunt that he did in Baltimore. And then, of course, he comes to Seattle and all the nude stock and just, I mean, just a dominant, dominant show. So here's this gigantic radio personality who comes up to me and says, hey, you want to hang out for a while? And I'm like, why do you even want to talk to me? But that's the great guy that Bob is. Bob's like... Well, you're, you know, he, he always loved talent and he wanted to get to know them. And uh, so to be able to work on the same station as Bob Rivers and, and, be, and, and basically have my name mentioned in the same name as him and Spike yeah. and Joe, unbelievable. Yeah. And right. we have our next guest ready to go. All, All right. right. Here we this go, guy, baby. The man, the myth, the reason why we have you, BJ. Well, he didn't really give birth to you, but still, yeah. he's a man who changed your world. And we love him for that. And please welcome to the show, Brother Weeze. What's happening, man? The, the, the way, well, I don't know by the myth. What is the myth? <laughs> you know, I don't know either, to be honest with you. I was just stalling. All right, looky here. Today is BJ's last day at KISW in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. BJ, we are with bated breath. What's next, please? Uh, Weez, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you've got a new intern coming. So uh, make some room for me, whether it be up in, up in, you know, up in, up in Rochester or down in Miami. Make some room. It's time for you to finally get the intern you deserve. Oh, God, what I wouldn't give, bro. What I wouldn't give to have BJ back in the joint, we could do Cletaurus for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that oh man, that is so. 
That is so awesome. And, and Doreen, good to hear you, sweetheart. And Weez, I here's the thing. I, I, I got a lot of love for you. I've talked a, 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 about everybody, about how you're the greatest in our business, the greatest of all time. And But you know what? Here's the thing. You know you got stories about me that people would love to hear about just what the hell did they put on your show, the idiot geek moron that I was. And I think people would love to hear maybe the stories where you would just shake your head and go, why is this guy working with me? Uh, I know that Danny and Steve and, and, the, and the listeners here in Seattle, you know, they don't know me like that. They, they kind of know me as a little bit of a success story, but I was a mess when I came to you. <laughs> Well, I don't know what what time you got, but when you, BJ was first hired out of Boston, Massachusetts, and he showed up at my studio, uh, he even dressed funny. Uh, <laughs> I think I would like to take some credit for turning him into a pretty hip guy. Uh, he would wear two uh, T-shirts under another shirt. But let me tell my favorite story briefly. BJ, All right, if go, you ahead. Mind. go ahead, bro. Well, it's when you oh, who'd you open up for at the Eastman? Theater? Oh God, it was Bobby Vinton. That's that that singer, and it was that whole. It was a Catholic event at the Eastman Theater, a gigantic theater in Rochester, and Bobby Vinton, the the old timey singer like Perry Como, and you know, and, 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 you know Tony Bennett, that kind of guy. Yeah. And they wanted a clean comedian to open up, so we put forth B.J. Shea because he was a stand up comic. And he got a new suit. Nice he got a new suit, <laughs> and he opens up, and I'm sitting with his wife halfway back. And all of a sudden, BJ, people are laughing. And BJ's fly is open, everybody. <laughs> his fly is open. Uh, you can see his underpants, uh, and his fly is open. And, and his old lady uh, says to me, wheeze. Go up and tell him. <laughs> I says, I am not walking down the middle of the aisle. It's me. Your fly is open. I'm not going to do it. I said, why don't you do it? She didn't want to do it either. And the, my favorite part was when he was done with the set, uh, me and Kathy went backstage, of course, to see PJ. And we told him, and he said the greatest thing. He said, I wondered why they were laughing at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> I was so weird. My jokes that were supposed to be funny were not landing, but then they're laughing at all like the setups. And it, and it was like, I'm killing it. I, it was, and it was, Steve, and I, it was a jet black suit, and I had the white tidy white. Of course you did. Of course you did. Oh, it was horrible. And I always had my hands in my pockets going, hey, everybody. But Weez, here's what I want to say that you did, and this is why I have so much love for you, because you knew it was a devastating moment for me because I was just crushed. And, of course, the poor, like poor Nancy Calasarinos and our, and our old boss, Stan, they trusted me, and I really just made a farce out of everything. And, oh, my God, it was the worst. You immediately took me to the comedy club, and Elaine Boy. Boozler was performing. Yeah. And you took me, and basically I felt horrible, and you just took me around and told the story, and then all of these great comics, including the great Elaine Boozler, then were laughing and telling me stories of all the crap that happened to them, and it made me yeah. feel so good, Bron. I have, you, yeah. That was so kind of you to do that. Oh, God, it was good times, but, you know, there's pictures of you in our studio, BJ, with the Eagles, with Sam... There's a great one of you with Sam Kinison. Oh, yeah. Back when we, we were having all those times. With and pointy boobies right at your face. <laughs> Doing well, I mean, you know, who's going to argue with that, Doreen? I mean, you know, come on. It's, it's, part, it's perks of the, the perks of the job, the bagels and the boobies. 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. BJ, were you with me when we tried to get Bull laid? I yeah. I think I think so. Uh, and, and Rich I the Bull Gensler, who great great talent up in Buffalo, as a matter of fact, who used to be on so many great people on Weezer's show that went on to do great radio careers, including Opie being the highlight. But so many people have worked on your show, and like me, have gone on to do great things because we were fortunate enough to learn how to do radio with you. Hey, hey, stop it, <laughs> stop it, bro! Because uh, it's different times now, as you know, and I'm not. I, I'm worried about my boy. You're great. I remember. Remember that man cow mother hucker. Oh, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and that was Hucker. I right, right. He yeah. did say Hucker with an H. Gentlemen. We yeah. heard it. Yeah, man cow. Who you know? Listen, whatever, whatever you think of him, he had a, he had a great run in our business. Uh, yeah, he did. But he he made the mistake of putting you down once when we were at a convention. Yeah. Boot camp, and I, I I told him a whole bunch of stuff. Because you were getting ready to go be on the air in San Francisco. Yeah. And I think he was, you know, and he was making jokes. And I go, kiss my ass. He's going <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate the sentiment because that never happened. But you know what? I love that you had my back. <laughs> well, I think you got to have your people's back. Yeah. Uh, we got to run, bro. I all love right. you and we'll t- We'll talk uh, off the air. Definitely. Weez, Doreen, I love you. And at some point, I'm going to have some free time on my hands. So I, I think i got to come for a visit. I really, really do. I really miss you guys. Oh, bro, you'll, we'll show you. Paul Castronovo will all go out. Oh, I love that idea. That is a great idea. All right. Love you. Brother Weez, man, one of the greatest talents in business. Doreen, love you. Thank yeah, you so bro. much for calling in, guys. It means, it means a lot. I mean, honestly, I cannot tell you. He is, and it's one of those things where you know, if you don't know, you don't live there. He's he arguably is one of the greatest radio talents this industry so has ever funny. seen. He's so in the awesome. Hall of Fame, an amazing storyteller, a heart bigger than you can imagine, and he really. You know, man, he, I was a horrible, horrible geek that was an idiot. And Weez was really cool. And he would just pull me aside. And he was like, what am I going to do with you? He's wearing shirts on top of shirts. He's like, bro, it's almost embarrassing. I mean, I, the fact, I, I don't know if I could be seen with you. You know, <laughs> but I mean, he really did help me. And he really helped me. He took me to the store. He goes, you got a better gift. You got to figure out how to dress. You're an idiot. Uh, and he wouldn't even say to Kathy. But he's not to blame for those uh, Scarface Mafia shirts. Dude. Dude. He wore cool shorts like that, but arguably he went to better clothing stores than I did. <laughs> he he really he always God he, even to this day Weez looks good. Guy's just always been just an impeccable dresser and really really cool and a, a great great radio talent. And uh, you know guys like me and Opie from Opie and Anthony swear by Weez being like we wouldn't be anything if we didn't get to work with that guy. BJ, so. we have uh, you mentioned him earlier, but we have Sergeant Hair Club oh, on the phone. Oh, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. He's the, if anybody hates this show, which by the way, I've seen on social media some people not happy that my last day wasn't seventeen years ago. Oh, uh, this is the guy you could blame, Sergeant Hair Club. Well, it's been it's been like three years since I worked day to day with you guys, so I hate the show less now. <laughs> yeah, you, got now you don't have an office outside of our studio. I think you like this more. Yeah, now yeah, that, that you're not great. now that you're not directly responsible for this insanity, yeah, you have a little bit better of appreciation for us. Listening this morning is like uh, BJ Shea, this is your life. Yeah. And and, and it causes me because this like I remember almost every one of these people and details and Things that went into this show and and your radio history, and I look back and I think like you start thinking by the numbers, like all the lawsuits 
<laughs> all the conflicts, oh, yeah. all the meetings, the misunderstandings, yep. all the screaming matches, all the producers, all the general managers, yes. all the former team members, mm. all the desserts you consumed, all the times that Ricker pissed you off. <laughs> but more than anything else, I remember I got to look back and measure it by the total amount of hours of therapy that you've had over the years that we worked together. Yeah, literally my therapist has a beach house in North Carolina, and I'm not kidding. He retired in North Carolina, and I do believe it's because of me. Calls it the beach. Calls it the BJ house. He does. Um, <laughs> his wife doesn't appreciate it. Oh. Sorry. I, um, when I first got here to Seattle, like 23 years ago it was, I came yeah. here to work at KISW. It was, it was in shambles. Rivers had left, and we had to figure out what to do. Um, but there was this guy on our station, The Buzz, and I said, I think he's really good, and I got weird stares from everybody. Um, we continued working on KISW. All of a sudden, I, somebody gifted me The Buzz, and now I get to manage The Buzz. And you had Brad on a few minutes ago. I remember that screaming in the hallway the yeah. day that he got bounced yeah it, it, it's so funny I, like, i'm sitting here listening my wife says i never heard of brad i said i remember the day that happened and what was going on and that was the day i said well i like him a lot i like bj a lot i'm so happy i don't have to work with him but i really <laughs> like him because of the brad incident and then you're talking about it on the air. That was one, I mean, that was a moment I'll never forget. But um, then all of a sudden, we find out that Howard Stern is going to leave terrestrial radio. And, like, it, it was obvious. Let's let's put this crazy show that was in mid-days on the buzz um, in morning drive. And, you know, from that point on, you guys have dominated the city of Seattle. So... Um, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everybody who you work with to put up with you. But I'm proud yeah, of you. You're right about that. You are so um, so right. You know, uh, uh, hair club. I want. I I'm going to go. I'm going to burst the fourth wall. As you know, it's my last day. What's going to happen? Um, right. But first off, number one. Uh, you're the one that inspired me to be a leader. I'll never forget the conversation you had with me when I, when I got the morning show. You, you sat me down and you said, I know you think the morning show is really your biggest responsibility, getting ratings and everything. And you looked me in the eye and said, that isn't it. You need to be the leader of the station. And right now you are not a good leader, but this is what you have to do. And I looked at you and I thought, really, I need to be a leader? And you're like, yeah, you really, really need to set the tone, set the example. And you were like, I know you can do this. This is a challenge I, I give to you, and it was one of the best challenges and directions and, and really that I got from any manager in my life because it made a difference in my life. I said, wow, I have to be better than I am it, to, to be the leader of the whole building. Holy cow. Uh, but I'm so happy you challenged me because it has made me a better person. And, uh, you, you know, your influence is why you're such a great manager because you know how to basically – take it to the next level when it comes to a person's development. That's the one story that I want to tell. But the other one is how good of a company man you are. Because you know me, I'm not a company man. You know that? Um, no, no, not when, at all. When, no. You got, when you got here, <laughs> you know, we were a show on the buzz that nobody paid attention to. We had no ratings. when we, And this was before you got here. And But we slowly but surely started rising, getting popularity, doing what we were doing. A lot of that was because I used to just beat the crap out of the company for all of the, what I believe were dumb things that they were doing. You got here and you had the unenviable task where the company 
company was not happy with how I was disparaging them. And you and I had this conversation and you're like, look, we have to stop this. And I'm like, and I remember I said to you, you say, he said, they're afraid you're making them look bad. And I looked at you and I said, you know, Dave, I'm not making them look bad. What they're doing is making them look bad. I just am telling people about it. And you had this sly smile on your face and you were like, I'm not going to argue with you, but really it still has to stop. And, <laughs> and I'll never forget you for that because, and you said, look, just blame me for everything. You know, just say it's me. And I did that for a while and it was a lot of fun to do that. But then I just start, stopped doing it because you never, ever, ever were a problem. You were just a great company man doing what the company asked you to do, but you were always great to work with. You were never the problem. And I feel really badly that on air I sort of projected that on you even though it was your idea but uh you know it's it's been an amazing relationship work with you you're the you're, you're the best program director and, and really i will say still the best vice president of programming too now that i have ever worked with and i'm blessed uh, i i would not be having this conversation you would be wishing somebody else goodbye today if you weren't in my life so thank you so much well as i watch my six-year-old um leave to go to his last day of first grade for the year. Oh, look at both, both of us having our last day. This is a momentous day for everybody. I thank you for all the years working with you to go. prepare me there to raise a child. child. Yeah. It is true. Dave you actually, might be overprepared, actually. Hair Club comes up to me, and, and, and look, I mean, I'll say this. Hair Club and I are the same age. And it's so funny. We're doing things out of order because of in our lives because, you know, Hair Club got married really, you know, he, he started this whole domestic thing very late in his life. And, of course, I started early in my life. Now I'm starting to do the single lifestyle and, and, and Hair Club's coming up to me and like, okay, well, uh, you, you might not be prepared for this single lifestyle because you haven't done this. And it's like, well, and he wasn't prepared for the, 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 the parent lifestyle because it was late in his life. But one of the concerns he had was, I don't know if I can be a good father. I mean, and I looked at him and I go, dude, you have a bunch of idiots that you have been raising for years we, your child is going to be so much more perfect and easy to raise than me and all the other idiots that you've had to manage here at the rock you're going to be a great father which you have been a great father i mean i haven't seen a happier kid in my life that kid i wish i could be your kid you're, i've never seen your kid with a, like with anything but a smile on his face he just looks like he's jubilant every time i see him in pictures He's, well, a, thank you. he's an amazing kid. Uh, I can't wait to go find his real father. Steve and I said we were going to go check <laughs> all the circuses. We're going we're we're to check all the circuses. We'll see if we can find him. I, you're probably right. Look, if you if you don't, look, you have a lot of other calls to talk to. And I can't wait to listen for the rest of this show. But if you don't understand this business, we all love what we do. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle. It's a career. It's you give everything to it. When it's great, it's awesome. Yeah, we had but a lot of happens. great and awesome in this for these seventeen right. years. We had so much great and awesome. But but the passion goes the other way. And if you look back at BJ and say, okay, there were some dark days. Yeah, there were. That that passion gets turned upside down when a creative person can't do what they want to do. When somebody who loves their business and loves their job so much. They can't do it, and that's that negative frustration. Um, so, or I'm sorry, the negative passion. So, which turns into frustration, which is what you had gone through. But look, you've changed a lot. You've grown a lot. The show has been tremendous. I'll have so many memories and so many smiles of all the things that went on. Um, and I can't wait to see. And again, there's no real mystery. BJ will pop up 
someplace else. Absolutely, positively. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm proud of your growth. I'm proud of how you've become a, 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 a great man, a great leader, and a great entertainer. So here's to you. Lots of love to you, man. Thank you for everything you've done in my life. And I, and I really, really, and thanks for the call. <laughs> Take it easy, Dave. Sergeant Hair Club, everybody. There he goes. Um, all right, today is my last show at KISW. And uh, our next guest that we're going to have was once my competition. I mean, and it was it was a fearsome competition. Hated enemies. Yeah, really. And now he is a friend and someone that I get to argue uh, Seahawks football with because his knowledge, of course, of the Seahawks is very limited. <laughs> uh, Mitch Levy joins us at 7.52 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It is not a bit. This is my last show on KISW. Uh, look, the company and I are parting ways. You know how that works with companies. You can't say the why, can't say the how, but it, that's really what's going on. And so today is my last day. What's going to happen in the future? Well, you're just going to have to tune into KISW. What's going to happen to me in the future? Well, you're going to have to go to Safeway, and uh, <laughs> I'll try to put your eggs on the top of the bag and make it nice. Um... But Steve, as usual, Steve and Steve. By the way, uh, you have you have basically been this show. The content, the execution, you put everything together. Ever since we got you know got to work with you as a producer, we when we did this morning show, and I remember you know Double R was like, I got this guy, and I'm like, who was the guy? And I don't think he knew that I knew you. He says, I said, Steve, the producer. I go, oh, Steve is fantastic. I had no idea how fantastic you were on the air. I only knew you, but. The way you put the show together, I mean, this show's nothing without you, which is why, you know, all those years ago when you were like, hey, I want to change my name. I just want to be Migs. And I'm like, I think it's time to do more than that because you do so much for this show. I mean, you, you, you deserve at least equal billing. And um, you've done the same thing today, like you always do. You put together a fantastic show. Thank you for all the people that are calling in on this on this bittersweet last day for me. Man, thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, I mean, I, I have plenty of thoughts I'd love to share, but obviously right now we have someone very special to join, so I don't want to take up any time. Oh, I thought you said Mitch was on the line. Okay, we have somebody on Okay, the there yeah, we go. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a, one of my favorite things over the years that we've gotten to do is build this relationship with Mitch Levy, man. Mitch is the best. Oh, Mitch. I will, Mitch, you know. Hold on a second. Hold on a oh, second. Oh, I'm going to start here. I'm starting oh, you, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. God First of all, you, you you read that statement about Migs from the, uh, the that they wrote from the uh, the, the higher ups very well. You Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. I, you know, I know. I'm a, I'm a professional, uh, Mitch. He had AI oh software God. wrote that for him. AI software. The fact the fact that you were even willing to read that thing yeah, well, after everything that's had gone down. I'm, I've I'm, I'm I've grown. Surprised. I've grown. Thank you. You have. You have. You Mitch, have. I want to say this, yeah. Mitch, because. We had, even though we never spoke, we had a bit of a contentious relationship. And uh, only because of the fact I heard third hand a couple of times because of my stupidity when it came to sports. You know, you would be like, I don't know, you know, why does that guy even bother talking about sports? And that's when I knew all those years ago, that's when I knew that yeah, I go, someday I said, boy, I would love to do a show with Mitch because I know he would be so aggravated at me thinking I know what I'm talking about and so obviously not know what I'm talking about. The one thing was I thought Walter Jones. I said Walter Jones was on defense, and I, I think you and you Come said to something like, "What? What? What is wrong with this guy?" And I and I remember thinking, "Oh, if I could ever do a show or any kind of radio with Mitch, because he would be so frustrated with me, and I would have such a fun time frustrating him by going, no, dude, I know what I'm talking about.'" And that's exactly what we've been doing. 
But both of us working in radio, yeah. Mitch Levy, you know, when I started at KISW, they do those uh, they do those strategy meetings. And one of the strategy meetings you were part of it is like, how can we beat Mitch Levy? Because Mitch is one of the biggest talents in this town. And um, so obviously lots of love, lots of respect. And uh, I'm so happy that we get to spend time together once in a while uh, to uh, two people who have done great radio here in Seattle. And so, Mitch, thank you for being on today. Well, one of us has done great radio. All in right. Seattle well, thanks for, for rubbing that'd that in be, my face. That'd be you. I no, tried. that'd be you. That, I that, tried, that'd be you. Mitch. Well, let, either, you, you said a lot there, and I got I to gotta figure out, I got to get my thoughts together Go right on ahead. What I wanna, how I want to respond. Because management, your management called me and said to me, be careful what you say. They told me I can only say certain things here well, on I, the show. Well, so we know you I, have I, impeccable judgment. I know you can do this. Yeah, um, I, you know, once we started doing this thing together, what was it, three or four years ago, Migsy and I warned you about this whole spiel about the preseason going into, like, the first six weeks of the NFL. And we warned you, and we said to you, stop it, you better stop. Okay. This could come back to bite you. Okay. And look, and look, look where you are now. Look where you're going to be on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Because of the whole spiel uh, yeah, about yeah. the preseason games lingering. I into bring the up two season. examples. Your Seattle yeah, Seahawks yeah. and your Denver yeah. Broncos. Where were yeah. they the first five games yeah. of the season, buddy? And let me also react to this whole strategy session. How are we going to beat Mitch Levy? I'll, I'll, I, I think I've told you this on, on or off the air. I'll tell you again. This is the truth. I, I spent from, what was it, 1994... To uh, I guess it would have been 1995 to 2017 as the morning show host of, of Little 950 KJR on the AM dial, and when I came from from Washington D.C. to Seattle, I said, "What's my What's my goal? What do you want from me? What do you want from me?" And they said, "We want you to get ratings in the demographic of men between the ages of 25 and 54." And I'm on this little AM radio station with not a very good signal. In fact, I don't even think you could get it in downtown Seattle. And every three months, it's a true story. And I, what, what year did you start? What about 2005, six? 2006, there? The, the year the Hawks went to the Super Bowl. Okay, so the year yeah. the I spent from 2006. This is a true story. I spent from 2006 to my final day of 2017, August 2017, every three months, <laughs> I'd, I'd go into the program director's office after my morning show was over. All I wanted to do was go home at 10 a.m., and he'd call me in to show me the ratings. And every three months, I'd have to find out how far behind BJ I was. I'm, was, I, was I second? And men now, and men. Now, you guys get men, women. I mean, you have big audiences on your FM station. This was just men. Every single day, every three months, oh, so how, 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 how hard was he bashing your head in on those particular three months? It was unbelievable. It was so discouraging. I had to get counseling, the whole thing. <laughs> so I don't know about this whole strategy session because all I did was find out that I was behind you. Just, just it was a question of how much behind you I was. I want to thank you for cooperating. Because of that, you made my life a lot easier. Thank you. <laughs> now, the other thing, now, the other thing I want to mention to you, and I'm really, really bad with years, but I might have this right. Was was the the late Steve Ocean there when when you? Yes, um, yes, it, okay. yes, he was. Yeah. Something you may not have known, and 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 now you might call me making this up. It's I'm not actually not making this up. This is the truth. I can't remember what year it was, 
But Steve Ocean, the late Steve Ocean, called me. And a guy named David Field from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Entercom Radio. I think I know flew, him. Is he? I flew in. He flew in. They met with me. And they offered me. They, they asked me to join the company as the morning show host. I want to say they were trying to hire a, a morning show on 100 point the buzz. seven, it was, it was the okay. buzz. Yeah, they wanted okay. one hundred point yeah. seven. But they were also they were also doing a morning show. I think what year would Howard of, Howard Stern have been on? That, yeah, that KISW? was he, that was the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they offered me. You are there because of me. Another reason why you owe me a debt of gratitude. <laughs> yeah. They offered me the one hundred point seven. FM The Buzz morning show. And I was like, you want a sports guy to come over here and do the morning show? They were very nice. The guy flew in from Philadelphia. It was a hell of a meeting. They even gave me snacks, I think, at the, at the table <laughs> that day. It was a, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, go. That's, I mean, look, it's always nice to be courted by because, I mean, you know, David's the top guy of our company. So that's a nice thing to be courted by the top guy of the company. Very nice. It was yeah. very nice. It was um, very nice. It didn't work. Because I stayed on that little AM uh, 500 watt radio station. Well, as it turns out, that was a, as it turns out, that was a good move for you because the buzz did yeah. not last long. So you know what, you're a smart guy. Oh, I, I thought it was still going today. No, <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's, no, it's, no, it's the wolf now. Uh, so oh, you're yeah, now. smart okay. guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what, you know, Steve Ocean, may he rest in peace, uh, you know, so I won't say anything. But, uh, uh -oh. I, 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 yeah. uh -oh. well, <laughs> it kind of did just Jeez. by saying Well, that. actually, at, no, lately, like later on in his life, when he was no longer working for the company, he and I yeah. became good friends. Uh, but we surely had tough times working together. Uh, oh. But then again, I was... Who that didn't? Was, that was, pre, yeah, was pre-therapy. But, but Steve Ocean, a very, very sweet, very, very, very nice man. Um, and, uh, you know, Mitch... Uh, I'm so happy that we got to work together and got to be friends uh, because we really didn't know each other. And in this business, especially a couple of dogs like us, you know, they they have us just go at each other and not even, you know, you just you almost want to hate the competition. And so for us to get to meet each other and realize, oh, my gosh, at least on my end, the the amount of talent you have, the amount of work you put in, the, the amount of knowledge and really, uh, you know, being as much of a student of the game as you can be. I, I just was always impressed. Like, I'm so happy I met you and got to know that because, you know, I appreciate a great work ethic. I appreciate dedication and passion. And you have that. I mean, yes, your, your, your knowledge is limited, but what are you going to do? I mean, you know, <laughs> you know I mean, you're trying really hard with well, this sports thing. And I think that someday you're really going to make it. And maybe you might be right a couple of times a year. We'll see. Well, I, I guess I should be sentimental because, um, some of your listeners may know how the whole thing originated, the whole thing of you and me getting together and doing yes. this thing after Seahawks. And I, and I want to remind the listeners that do know, maybe the listeners that don't know, that um, in 2017, I had some really difficult times. I fell on my, fa my face publicly, and uh, a lot of people ran in the opposite direction, including my, my radio station, understandably so. It wasn't a really good time for me. You find out who your real friends are when things aren't going right, and I certainly found out who my real friends were. But there was this one guy in the market who I had, I mean, I knew your name, but you and I, had I don't even think had ever spoken before. Never spoken, never met. I get a call from, I can't remember who I got a call from, a mutual friend of ours, and said, hey, this guy BJ Shea wants your phone number. Can I can I give him your phone number in the in the midst of my misery? And... And I was like, oh, my God, the guy's been bashing my head in for 11 years on the radio. Now he wants now to continue. To, he wants to call me personally because he can't do it anymore because I'm not <laughs> over there anymore. He wants to do it on the phone now. I've I mean, got all this so, salt. I need a so, wound, buddy. 
So we um, he called and we met at the at Chase Pancake Corral Love in that Bellevue. Joint. I'll never I'll never forget it. And he sat in front of me and he introduced himself and he said, "You know, I don't we don't know one another, but I know that you're going through a lot right now, and I just want you to know that if you need a new friend or if you need somebody to 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 rest your head on a shoulder, to rest your head on or an ear to talk to, I'm here for you." And it was like really one of the most touching things that anybody did during that period of time. And that led to me being on with you and meeting Migsy, who, and I, and I'll, uh, you know, I shouldn't say very many good things about Migsy because really there's not much good to say, but I agree with you. uh, Is my wife on the phone? What's going on here? So when I, uh, when I came in, I I just remember meeting Migs for the first time. I came into your radio station. He gave me a hug. This massive man gave me a hug like he had known me for all these years when he really hadn't. And ever since that day, a lot of a lot of fun after Seahawks wins, a lot of fun after Seahawks losses, even some offseason stuff. You guys have just been incredible to me. And and uh what what the idea that 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 BJ would reach out not even knowing me at all personally during that time really says a lot about you as a person, not necessarily as a radio guy, because really, again, not much to say anymore <laughs> of you as a radio guy. But, but uh, I'll, always, I'll always appreciate that. That's a really, really fond memory for me, and, uh, and I'll never forget it. So thank you very much for, for all that both of you guys and Danny and the rest of the crew have done for me. Thank you. Very and, generous. Uh, and don't forget MitchUnfiltered.com, a great, great sports podcast as well. And also every once in a while, there's other subjects on there that Mitch just goes on about. You have a lot of fun with. Uh, Mitch, it's been it's been wonderful, dude. I'm happy Thank we you. got to know each other on this level because you are an amazing talent. And, uh, you know, it's I'll just say our business doesn't make the right decisions a lot, and I don't think they made the right decision with you. You don't run away from something when things get tough, especially when it's great talent, especially when you're in an industry fighting for your life to keep people's mind share. Um, that's why when I was like, yeah, I'll put you on the show. What are you talking about? Everybody loves you. You, you have you, Yeah, what, of course. Let's go. Um, so... I think you should you should be on the radio somewhere, but I'm happy you have your podcast and your life. And really, I think I'm happy that you know me because your life really wasn't much before that. Uh, so Believe that, me, you're yeah. right about that in yeah. so many different ways. Yes, yeah. you are. But thank you, uh, so thank humble. you guys, thank you guys. All the best to you, BJ. Thank you, buddy. Whatever you decide to do, I'll be cheering for you from afar, kind of. And remember. You're just really this. How old are you now, BJ? How oh old God, are you? Uh, the, the the big six three, baby. 6-3. Well, remember they say, you know what Migsy always said, the first 63 years is kind of still preseason. Yeah. It's just about to start. Yeah. Just about to start. You haven't started the regular oh, season yet. So boy, oh you're boy. just warming up. There we yeah, go. Just warming up, BJ. Boy, that's a hell of a preseason. <laughs> Love you, Mitch. Thank you, man. Thank you, BJ. Uh, Mitch Levy, wherever you get podcasts or go to his website, MitchUnfiltered.com. All right, it's my last show, and we got a lot of people. To hopefully, thank you so much for callers waiting. I know we haven't got to you, but we just got a lot of guests. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so uh, it is truly my last show. This is not a bit. It's not a stunt. It's my last show on KISW, and uh, not much I can tell you except that, you know, the company and I are just, you know, we're not, we're not going to work together anymore, and that's how it is. Maybe someday there'll be more said. I mean, it took me 24 years to tell you what happened to Brad. So, I mean, I don't even know if I'll be alive in 24 years to tell you about everything. Tune but in in 20, what is that, 40? I can't do the math. I'm sorry. I, I know, you know, I, I didn't mean to put that on you. That year. Uh, and Steve, I have a whole list of people I surely want to thank. I don't know when we're going to carve time out, but I really, really want to. We'll make it work. Okay, thanks, man. Uh, 
So last show, over the years, uh, our next two guests have become great friends of the show. And, re- and this time, Steve agrees with me because I say everybody's a great friend of the show. And Steve's like, no, they're not. Uh, but these two really are. Uh, Sarah Colonna and, of course, uh, Seahawk great John Ryan will join us at 817 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Today is a bittersweet day as it's my last show on KISW. Uh, you were promised a lot of what's, how's, why's, where's, but really what it is is the company and I are parting ways. And you know how companies are. That's all you can say. What's the future for uh, KISW? What's the future for me? Well, I hope it's bright for both. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, as you know, I'm getting divorced, so this guy does need to continue working. <laughs> I mean, so there's, there's no... I don't mean to laugh. It just always, whenever no, you dude, say it's that, true. It's it just mean, sounds so wrong, but I wrong understand what right. you mean. Yeah. There are bills to be paid. Danny Bonaducci is retiring because, you know what, Danny has got a happy marriage, and he's had a great career. Me... Yeah, this guy's probably going to be working. I'm going to drop dead at the job is probably what's going to happen for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looks a touching tribute to myself. We'll do a whole new show then to celebrate that part. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I won't be here, but I hope it's a good one. We'll play some clips. Thanks, buddy. I'll and, record some things. And thank you for playing all the collective soul. You like that? I love that. I, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me until I heard the next one. I'm like, wait a second. What is, oh, wait, you're probably doing that yeah. for me. Hit up Castle. I'm like, can we play all of the collective soul songs that we have? He's like, all three of them? I'm like, that's, yeah, we'll rotate them. That's, <laughs> that's <not> fine. <laughs> yeah. We already only got sound. We only, we only played two of them so far. And here's the spoiler alert. Gel? Ryan Castle, that's like the only collective soul that he will admit that he really likes. He likes Jill. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, but yeah, they, we've had a few people, listeners, that are just like, that's awesome that you guys are playing BJ's favorite band right now. So true. And I want to thank this company. Uh, granted, it was it was for another radio station, but I got to meet Ed Rowland because he was coming in for another radio station and they knew I loved him. So they were like, dude, we all, I will make sure. And so that was fun to meet the lead singer of a band that I really, really, really like. Indeed. And he was a great dude. Ed, Ed was great. We go from one of your favorite bands to a couple of your favorite people. Let's do it! That are going to join us right now on your last show. Please welcome to the show our good friends, Sarah Colonna and John Ryan. Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. I mean, what a depressing lead-in, talking about divorce. Right? Work till you die. Collective soul. (laughs) Wow. My man. Wow, that just. By the way, though, the comment that John ain't wrong. Hey, Sarah, his comedic timing though has improved. You got to give him that. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, being with me, sometimes things work out for people. Just Osmosis. A bit. I don't know what he's giving you. Maybe you're kicking balls better. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, but it's not. You know, it's uh, not safe for work. Wow. Uh, yeah. There's a nice wife. Look at that. Right, you know what? These two kids, I like these kids. Uh, guys, thank I, you. You know, thank you so much for calling in, guys. Yeah, now we were listening a little bit too, and I don't know. It just feels a little bit like Daddy's going out for cigarettes and not coming back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of right. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> That's probably the be- that is really the best way to describe this whole situation. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, you- we, uh, you know how much we love you, and uh, we we were pleased with listening earlier when you said that you both agree we really are friends of the show because we believe that. So we're glad that you don't just pretend when we come in. And uh, everything about getting to know you over the years, and and getting to hang with you every time we're in town. I mean, I don't even really like performing. I just like to come in and <laughs> have an excuse to hang out with you guys. 
It yeah. was always it was always good. It was always good to be able to come to the studios. I usually don't like going to the studio. I would love coming in there to see you guys and not just being on the air, but more being able to, to just talk with you when we're off the air. It was always uh, my favorite part, and I always uh, treasured those times with you guys. You know, and John, again, we're talking to Sarah Colonna, fantastic comic and actor. John Ryan, of course, from your Seattle Seahawks, from really the greatest Seahawks teams we've seen. Uh, and, and John, I mean, you know, I've had a lot of relationships with football players and athletes over the years, but it was very, very different with you. you like, you were just such a great guy. You really, I felt like every time you came in, you really dug us and there was a friendship building. And then, you know, and also Sarah, and I, it, it, I'm happy you guys feel the same way because sure, we get a lot of guests and you guys go to a lot of places but it's nice when you meet people and go hey we really like you guys as well as thanks for coming on the show yeah we feel the same i mean i i don't know i'm we were just in in uh november october right yeah, yeah. So i i think you probably noticed john stayed pretty buff do you need him to talk to somebody at that company yeah i would yeah believe me <laughs> john ryan is the muscle <laughs> i love it there was john I wish I That's knew you like 10, nice 15, 20 years ago because I would have had you talk to a lot of people. <laughs> I said, after you say all these nice things, it's going to be a little awkward for me to announce I'm going to be your replacement starting Monday morning. Oh, there we go. It's the John Ryan so, and Dill the Pickle Show. So that's where the that's where the knife came from. Thanks, buddy. You and, you and Pickle Boy. That's great. Oh, man. John uh, and Dylan in the morning. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, a little, there have been weird radio, the weirder radio names. You know what I mean? Why not? Um, are, you, uh, are, are you doing any, are you going to go on a, uh, do some kind of trip, sleep in? I mean, what are, what's your plan? For well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not kidding, Sarah. I, 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 spousal maintenance is a real thing. I am, I have to go to a Starbucks. I got to go somewhere. I mean, I, I really don't have a lot of time. Uh, I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I don't, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm I'm going to do it's just been a whirlwind of all sorts of stuff i am going to try to get through the holidays and and uh you know uh, and my ex and i are we like to come you know have the family stuff and so i'm going to try to be as as civil as i can be and, and i got through thanksgiving and we got along great so i i hope that uh christmas will be the same way uh and then beyond christmas we will see what I will find myself into. I do hope it's something, that's for sure, because, like, daddy's got to work. <laughs> daddy's yeah, gotta... no, I don't, I have no doubt. I mean, obviously, we, we you know, we love you, and, and but I know, I mean, your true talent is, is, is there and obvious and all those things. So it, it'd be a huge, it's going to be a huge hole. And I think, you know, you got to go, you'll, somebody's going to be excited to, to be working with you really fast. Well, and as you know, John Ryan, given the opportunity, he can get through huge holes and he's score gonna, some points. You know, he's going to fill that hole. <laughs> yeah, but to him and Dylan, they're going to make it happen. So I feel like I was, I was about to take that personally. So I'm really glad that you um, specified. <laughs> You know, I don't understand why. What are they going to do? What are yeah. they going to do? Fire you, BJ? What, what are they going to do? I mean, I don't know why you would take it so personally because I really believe that, you know what? A lot of people need storage units and whatever. So if you if you happen to have a cavernous situation, there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to that. So either way. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. we love you, uh, Sarah, John. Thank you so much, and lots of love to you guys. Thank you for. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, John, you're royalty in this town, and you always make us look when you come here. Sarah, you're an amazing performer. We've never had a bad time with you. You've no. just always been, and you're just like you guys are such sweet people. It's like it's like you shouldn't even be in the business of anywhere near L.A. because you're just too you're too kind to be anywhere near that industry. 
Yeah, we we agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish well, I wish you guys get the hell away from there as soon as possible. Then. <laughs> uh, well, we hope you you know we can't wait to see what you do next. I know it's going to be it's it's going to be awesome, whatever it is. So we're excited for you. Thank you so much, guys, for calling in. Lots of love to you. All right, we'll All right. talk to you. Sarah Colonna, John Ryan of your Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and you know what? They at least agreed. They are actually true friends of the show. That, the only one, for once, that's why they came on. It's not notarized, but I'll, I, I'll have to take it. All right. We, um, we I know some, you wanted some people you wanted to thank. And I was looking at oh, our schedule, and I'm oh, like, man, yeah, if we don't get do to that. that all right, let me. Okay. I mean, I, I, if that's okay. Yeah, no, it's very okay. I, I was thinking about that. I'm looking at everything. I'm like, man, we've got some jam-packed guests joining us, and soon Bob Rivers is going to be with us, Craig Gass, Duff McKagan. Oh, my God, you're right. So okay. I was like, man, if we don't get to those thank yous, I'd hate for you to finish the show and not get to do that. All right. Uh, I feel really badly. Not that I set this up, but today is also uh, an, another day where a radio great personality here in Seattle is also leaving the airwaves. Danny Bonaducci's retiring. I really... Um, I, I just I just want to honor that fact. Uh, I've met Danny once, a really great guy. Was really, the airport? Yeah, of all places, that. the yeah. airport. Yeah. And, of course, Bob Rivers, the great connector, uh, that was the first thing Danny says to me. He's like, Bob Rivers says great things about you. Mm. And, you know, I, of course, said, well, you know what, Danny? I mean, everybody says great things about you. So and a really great, great guy, an amazing talent. I mean, what he's done in his career is insane. Danny Bonaduce is retiring today. I'm so sad that I'm doing this today, too, because I really wish he just had his day and then i would take a different day but mm -hmm. you know i i didn't pick it's just what happened uh true radio spirit so i really and steve we have done this show and yes we've had a lot of success and it's not easy in this town Mm -hmm. This town has so much great radio talent, like Danny and Sarah over there at KZOK. Uh, Brooke, Jeffrey, and Ross. I mean, my, my God. Uh, Ro, I'm sorry, Jose. Brooke, Jeffrey, and Jose Ross. I don't Who the hell is Ross? That's that Dave Ross kid. I'm, I got him on the mind. Oh. Uh, Dave right. Ross actually is another great talent. That would be a town. whole different vibe if Dave Ross was there and Jose wasn't. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if Dave Ross... I don't know what you young kids are talking about. What is this fleek thing? What do you mean you're a thick baddie? I don't know. I'd be down to listen to Jose talk news talk that would be great yeah uh yeah and you know uh I, I said yesterday brooke was really kind enough to reach out and brooke is a superstar of our business i mean what she's accomplished in her career is just insane um uh, you know but jody and bender we've got like there's there's shows in this town in jubal and nina and mm -hmm. you know uh you've got matt gabe and captain ron down the morning wolf pack our buddy gregor down the hall uh you know brock and salk and thank you mike M mike salk said some really nice things about me on his show uh and i you know i've, I've gotten to know mike over the year two two fellow mass holes and did, did brock uh, take a moment to accept the fact that i'm the new king of puyallup yeah you know i brock i don't think he's gonna let that go okay fine. yeah I, I mean i can't blame him i think that brock probably still has the edge over you buddy yeah. uh you know uh, a lot of great shows you got chuck and buck you got tiffany warner my buddy brian suits is doing radio uh they're not doing radio anymore but i really you know these guys had a fun show mogan angie uh oh yes you, you got good kurt, people yeah good good people kurt and jen uh so much talent in this town so for us to do what we do on a regular basis with all of that great talent in this town, not to mention the people that used to be here over the years. I mean, you had you had Mitch in the morning, you had T-Man, Bob, Spike, and Joe. You know, it was Jackie and Bender. Jackie Cunningham was on there. Yep. Robin and Maynard, Andy Savage. My gosh, uh, you know, you know Scott Burns, Mary White, Ellen Taylor, Fitz, of course, our buddy over there, and Tony and Randy. Ron and Don, Kent and Allen. All these people we had to go up. We had to go up against Ichabod Crane, John oh. Fisher. 
And, of course, like great shows like Crow and West, which had a great legacy here at KISW. You had Fisher and West. Don't forget Carla Marie and Anthony. You always do a great Anthony impression. Uh, hey! <laughs> which sounds nothing like him, actually. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> You're absolutely... Carla Marie and Anthony, not only that, they are such really great people. They are. I love those guys a lot. <laughs> uh, and, and if you... Here's how the show sounds. Hey! hey! And then, and then Marie goes, stop abusing that manatee mannequin. mannequin which what nobody the hell Remember, that's how we did that. That's the joke we did. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah, We yeah. pretended that somebody like, who was abusing a mannequin, he was from New York, and we pretended it was, was like, Anthony. I know it's your last show, but are you having a stroke? No, yeah, you're right. Hey! Hey, I just want to do what I want to do. Stop it, Anthony! That's a great impression of Carla Marie and Anthony. I hope they'll appreciate that. Uh, you remember Red? Red used to be in town. Yep. Yeah, she showed her she showed her butt to us. One yeah, time. she did that, that. That was like one of our first days on the air. She just pressed her butt against the window at the, on the door, and you lost your mind about that. I did because I really felt like not Why sure can that she do that, and I can't. Well, probably because of aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see me. Uh, big love to Pat O'Day, who anytime I get to meet, I got to meet him, he was so kind to me. Same thing with Pat Cashman, who is, I mean, the guy's the goat of this town, Pat Cashman. Uh, Marty Reamer used to be on this. So, so many great talent. I uh, want to thank also um, Ricker, Jolene, Ryan Castle, Taryn, all the great people that worked here at The Rock. Yep. I mean, so many great people. Uh, and I want to give love to people who I know in the industry who are greats in this town who have decided to call me friend. Eric Powers, Shelly Hart, Deanna Cruz, Delilah has been very kind every time I've seen her. Uh, our buddy Doug Dewan down the hall. Uh, rest in peace, Dory Monson. We had a very contentious relationship, but Dory was a quality broadcaster. Tom and Curly. Gotta love Tom Tagney. I worked with him and used to do movie reviews with him. I remember that. And he really knew what he was doing, and he got so frustrated. With me. He's like, you know nothing about movies. You need to move on. Kind of like Mitch with you in sports. Uh, you know, I, I, I would argue uh, Rachel Bell, who she's incredibly talented, and she has a podcast, uh, I think, uh, Your Last Meal. So oh, good. I forgot about her. Rachel's amazing. Yes. Uh, lots of love to Eric Corman, who was Bob Rivers' producer, but I don't know if a lot of people know, but he was my producer first. And Bob may never tell the story, but I had to browbeat him to hire Eric because I said, dude, your life will be better if you get this guy on the show. Um, and uh, Kyle Court, who's outside there. Kyle's been Kyle's so great. amazing to us over the years. Glenn Cannon. Yes. I mean, lots of love to Glenn Cannon. I mean, God, what a great guy. And I know you guys are tremendous friends. Yeah, but he's become such a big part of KSW on so many levels, including you hear him singing the Beat Megs theme all the time. Yes. Uh, Wyatt Olney's also been, he's reached he's out. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, but he's been nice to no, me. I love, that yeah. guy. I love him. I uh, want to thank Jose Moreno, who is a fantastic, uh, really, sports. What, what, is, what does he do? He's like a promoter to the stars. Jose does everything. He he's, really does. He's, he's got great connections in the world of media. He's a big part of the world of media as well, but also has connected us with pretty much anytime we've had a Seahawk player on from yes. Walter Jones to Lofa Tatupu, Marcus Trufant, the list, uh, Cliff Averill, the list goes on and on. It's all because of Jose, one of my absolute favorite people. And he is just. But a, he keeps, he's already texted me saying we should be playing Freebird at some point. Oh yeah, that's today. Not on BJ's last day. Not going to happen, Jose. Yeah, sorry. Um, Your last day, Jose. uh, Want to throw some uh, management people type out there? We already say thanks to Hair Club and Dave Richards. Got to thank Jerry McKenna. Jerry and Dave were the team. Jerry was the manager, and Dave was the program director who convinced the company to put this show on the air. And uh, so lots of love to Jerry because Jerry was a big believer in this show. Uh, Jack Hutchinson, I've said before, best market manager ever. Uh, Nick Garcia, our buddy, who the sales team and, and his whole sales team, great, great people. Want to thank Ronnie Steinman. Uh, he was ceremoniously let go by this company. Well, I'll tell the story someday because it's epic. God. 
But Ronnie is such a great guy, and he was. I loved working with him as a sales manager. Ronnie's epic, the best. Epic, and an epic. Yeah, that's yeah. a story. It's, it's a great story. Someday I'll tell it. Uh, Leslie Scott, who uh, used to run the end, now she does some other cool stuff for our company. Uh, Leslie's amazing. Uh, what a great, gr- what a great boss. BT Brian Thorpe, mm-hmm. who greatest promotions, whatever the hell he is of all time. <laughs> At the Christmas party, I was like, PT, you had to work with me, and you still got it done. It's a, I'm seriously. But he was really, really kind. And I um, want to thank Jason Veggie Dog, who is the GOAT of production directors. I have never he, – he's like working for Hollywood. He's so good at what he does. Jason, it's been a pleasure. I am going to miss the hell out of you because wherever I go, it's, I'm not going to get anybody who's as good at their job as you are. We'll continue to eat his nuts in your honor. I've, you know what? Someone should eat his nuts. I want to thank Chaz. I want to thank Phil in the engineering IT department. Great, great guys. Uh, and also a guy from the past in the engineering department, Dwight Small. Dwight, uh, he and I, man, I love that guy. He retired a while ago, but he's such a great, great dude. You ought to give some love to the guy who brought us the donuts every Friday. I can't remember his name. Me either. Yeah. Uh, want to thank- Matt. Yeah. Matt. And then Matt, yes. Mentors in my life. We talked to Weez. I love you, Weez. Uh, Tom Likas. No matter what you think of Tom Likas, one of the most brilliant radio minds ever. He taught me how to do so many things right. I wouldn't be here if I didn't listen to Tom. And what a sweet man. He would tell me stuff. He would take time to talk with me. And the guy was huge. He, did not, he didn't have to do any of that, and he still did anyway. Really? He did. <laughs> here's, you wanna, here's the thing. I got to say this about Tom Likas, which is why I love Tom. I was ceremoniously let go at the beginning of my career at this company because I said a stupid thing on the radio. It took me eight months to get my job back. And so I did get my job back, and Tom comes to Seattle, and Tom says, BJ, you learned an important lesson, didn't you? And I'm like, um, I, I don't know, Tom, because I had only been on the air for a couple of months. And, you know, he said, he said get ratings, then say something stupid. <laughs> He was. I, mean, I feel like Tom Likas. When you hear, I hear your impression of him, it's almost like he's like the radio version of Gene Simmons. Yes, like he's got like that kind of like abruptness to him. Uh, I want to thank my buddy Bean from the Kevin and Bean Show down in Los Angeles. A terrific radio show. One of the highest compliments I was ever paid because I didn't know Bean lived up here, but he was doing the show down there. He called me up. He said, "Hey, can we get together? I really love your show." And I'm like, "Wait, is this the Bean Bean Bean?" He goes, "Yeah." I go. Well, yeah, I'll get together for lunch, but dude, I don't know the next time I'm going to be in L.A. And he goes, no, I, I'm, I'm up here. I live in the Puget Sound. I listen to your show every day. Hmm. You're fantastic. And I'm like, really? The Bean likes my show? And he's like, yeah, I'm a human. I'm not, like, you don't have to speak to me the, the, the third person. So Bean has been really, really amazing. And also, big love to the men's room. They have been terrific to work with. What a great tandem, uh, you know, us doing what we're doing, them doing what they do. And they're terrific, terrific guys. They've always been so amazing to me. So uh, I think I got everybody. If I didn't i'm so sorry if i forgot um lots of great people who i got love for us and people who've been a part of our show oh yeah there we go i do have that guys like top shelf and double r i do have it i know i I, I, I know you wrote that down because we talked about it yes yeah i was like okay i I feel like you might have forgot that i totally did brad the producer who's on the show lots of love for you brad double r top shelf the reverend in fuego who is working over at cairo so don't worry the guy's having a great time uh mono nick uncle chris that guy, Ty, huh. uh, and he's been sending some nice words. Jared, right? Jared was... Uh, yeah, it's Jared. Oh, yeah, Jared, yeah. He, he was our phone screener. Minutes, right? he, yeah. yeah. And then remember he wanted to do news, and he wanted to be called Johnny Chocolate. Johnny Chocolate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then he actually got a gig working at, like, Como 4. He and really I would, did. I would drive to work in the mornings, and I'd put on... Uh, uh, not Como 4, Como AM. And I'd put it on, and I'm like, That's Jared! And I was mad he didn't go by That's Johnny Chocolate, Jared. though. 
Yeah, Johnny Chocolate was like, why not? I thought that would have been amazing. Uh, of course, uh, Jeets, got to thank Jeets, got to love Jeets on the streets. And Jeets had some, he made some nice posts about me uh, today. And he's working for one of our stations down in Portland. So it's that's killing cool. it in uh, Portland right now. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I guess, Vicky, Danny, Joey and Sarah, and this guy named Steve. <laughs> you know, all right, I think I, think I got everybody because we have a lot to do. But I wanted if not, to. Make sure. We still got time. We can sprinkle some in later. Sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah. All right. What's uh, so next? Uh, well, next we've got more guests. Another and person that I have to blame for you. Yeah. Uh, my last show at KISW. I really, I keep saying I owe so much. Really, honestly, I don't have a career. It's just all these nice people that sort of just did, because I have nothing to do. But I really, really do owe so much of my career to this man. Yes, Bob Rivers. Good morning, BJ. Joins us at 847 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Normally, we don't talk about the music we play, but, man, thank you. Yeah. Another really great song from Electric Soul. Where the River Flows is a good song, man. Okay. Debatable. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I actually do like that song. All right. Uh, okay. You said something that we that, that Q13 was saying nice things? Uh, somebody mentioned that uh, Q13 gave you some love on uh, on the news, so that's pretty cool. You know what? Q13, I love those guys. They, 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 they We've had a great relationship with them over the years. Great, great relationship with them over the years. <laughs> the people from our station are sneaking in oh, to get booze. You know, here's a shocker. Ryan Castle and Thrill are coming in to get the alcohol. Uh, <laughs> and Ryan, and Thrill walks in going, shh. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, been, here since, I've been here since 6 o'clock this morning. You open a bottle of champagne. I'm like, oh. What's, <laughs> what's the only reason I'm here, man? Yeah, and by the way, we lost the over-under. Uh, just want to know on how long it would take for you guys to dip into the booze. <laughs> we, we literally we lost walked the into the building and went straight to the studio to get well, the champagne. Well, I saw Castle walk out with champagne, and I'm like, well, where's the champagne? He said it's in the studio. So, well, then I'm going to go into the studio and get some champagne. But, you know, by the way, you know, usually thrill respects boundaries, but it's like, look, there's booze in there. <laughs> yeah. This is my house. I got to go get the booze. The Somebody told me you're leaving. Just yeah, no. Are you taking oh, oh. the music stand? Do not take that. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, fine. Thank you. You can keep the music stand. I can stand. keep the music stand. Yes. Yes, that has been my concern all week. I'm like, is he going to take that damn thing? I have a music stand, but it's only to put my headphones on. It's like we don't really? use it for music or anything. I don't know what you use it hey, for. To, but to be, I put to all be my, fair. Like, my show notes on it, man. Oh. So I know it goes back and forth between nice. the studios. And I even said earlier this week. I really hope he doesn't take the music. <laughs> I love that that's the thing you're worried Listen, about. That was the thing I'm worried about. Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, guys, I bought that music stand when we moved into these studios because yeah. I need. I knew you guys needed more like space to put mm -hmm. papers and stuff because you're 175 years old and you still print things. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but I never expensed wow. it, so technically it's my music stand. Well, can oh. I use your music stand? Can I continue to use your music stand? You may. Or Thank that could you. Be a, that could be your parting gift for BJ. <laughs> and by the way, I. You, just I to piss so off Thrill, you can take it with you. <laughs> and look, I have I can't be held responsible for the quality of this afternoon's men's room show because again, neither can anyone else in this room. Be only because be of the fact that this is even early for them. There's, there's <laughs> no quality. People know better than to expect that. It will be what it'll be, man. Well, well we're definitely know. gonna have you guys back on in a little bit. Yes, we, we have will. Bob Rivers is on. Because I got phone. Bob on the line, but I got nice. Oh, hey, Bob. Sorry, man. I'm I got nice champagne. Didn't mean to interrupt. But here's the problem. We'll have you on when you have like four or five more glasses of that. Well, then he will. 
then he won't remember that I said nice things to him. Exactly. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Back to Bob. All right, all right Bye -bye. we have back to my Bob. last show, KISW. This is not a joke. This is my last show of uh, of my career at KISW. Uh, the company and I are parting ways, and you know what happens with companies. When that's the stuff that happens, you can't say why. You can't do anything. Where am I going in the future? What's going to happen to KISW's morning show in the future? Again, those are things I have no idea about because, first of all, I'm not an employee after today, so they're not going to tell me what they're doing with the station. Why would they? And then I also, uh, I've really got a lot of negotiations going on with some great places like QFC, Fred Meyer, Safeway. <laughs> As you know, that was my previous career. Uh, so far, uh, you know, they've, they've said I can come in and buy things. Which I, so the negotiations are well. They go, look, if you come in, you want to buy something, you can. Uh, that's as far as it's gone. But BJ right now, it's all about ce celebrating your great career here and bringing on some old friends and some people that have meant a lot to you. None more, more, more important, I would say, than this man. So please welcome to the show, Bob Rivers. Bob wow. Rivers. Hi. So, Bob, I had to tell everybody, just because you're so you... I told everybody that, you know, I said, Bob called me last night because he really wanted to go over how this was going to happen. Just like a typical Bob fashion. All right, we need to prepare for this, BJ. Let's go. And I said, so I was telling Steve this morning, telling the, I was telling the listeners this morning, Bob, that it's like in true Bob Rivers fashion, he's going to make sure this is the best segment ever. And so we had to do like a, a pre-show last night on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... I've been waiting in line an hour and a half just to get to speak to you near the end of the show. So I'm not sure about I'm that important. Well, well fortunately, um, we put you on before Mangina Matt. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we gave you top billing. But we, 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 yeah. didn't, we didn't Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon you. You are actually going to be on the show. Well, this is big to me, uh, BJ, because as you know, I'm a predecessor. I arrived at KISW in 1989 yeah. and left around 2000. And you were at the buzz, and I always hoped you would succeed me, actually. Um, and, and, you know, and you did with a great show. And if it's okay, I want to start by thanking your show. Uh, Danny, Vicky, Sarah, Miggs, you guys over the last seven, eight years have had me on, always treated me super nice with respect. And I don't know if it was part of your community service to help a senior once a month. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> but uh, but seriously, and, and Adam and my son Andrew on has always been great. But to BJ, oh, BJ, what can I say? I mean, you and I became friends in 1990. That's amazing. At Morning Show Boot Camp in Atlanta. Remember that? Yeah, I told people earlier, just like, you were a megastar in the industry and nobody knew who I was. And the idea that you took time and said, hey, let's hang out together, it, it, which changed my career. It changed everything. And and it, it went from you were just being a nice guy, mentoring a young guy and whatever, to we became amazingly good friends. Yeah. And, and then competitors, direct competitors. Yeah, that happened too. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I like we still had dinner and yeah. uh, we would tease each other. Depending on who was ahead, a tenth of a point in the ratings. Yeah. So I, I just want to say that I think Safeway is the best choice. Thank of those you. Three, those <laughs> I, I hear their benefits plan is really good, and and since they're owned by Albertsons, it is your store. I feel like yeah. why not? I kind of. But one you didn't it. mention yeah. is Costco. <laughs> uh, people talk well of Costco. I really should try Costco. You're right, but I yeah. will get so fat eating all the free stuff. I don't know if they'll let me as an employee eat all the free. You stuff. You could be the guy to make sure that people leave with the right number of stuff, and you check off the receipt. Oh, I'd be so yeah, good yeah, at yeah. that. Can you draw a smiley face for the children? Of course. Up in. The other thing to tell you, BJ, is you have spent, you have said this so many times how I helped your career. Uh, but honestly, guys, uh, 
when we were at Morning Show Boots Camp, this guy would stand up in front of <laughs> industry people, which I'm scared of, by the way, and he would speak truth to power and he would have everyone in stitches. And so I thought, this is one of the funniest guys I know. And, um, and what ended up happening is that I suggested he come to Seattle. And we did have to fish his tape out of the trash because someone ignored it. Uh, but that's how you got here. And, uh, and the other part of this is that you seriously changed my career. Uh, I was famous, sure, for Twisted Tunes and a couple of markets I had worked in. Uh, but I was new to Seattle and putting together a team. And uh, it was... Uh, it was challenging, and, and you, you would look at me and you would go, well, you're such a nice host, you, you never take a position on anything. Yeah, and, uh, I used to give and, you such a hard time. You go, really, you're so basic. You're so lame. I, I, I mean, I don't, know how, to, yeah. I don't know how you're successful, to be honest <laughs> how with did you. you get, yeah, how did you get where you are? Um, and, and by the way, when you have a friend that's really honest with you, like that, you go, well, maybe I should be a little more edgy. And, and that was needed to spark uh, Spike and Joe. And, you know, you literally gave me the flint <laughs> that you know, you start a little spark with, and it really helped our show. So, um, you know, people, BJ says thank you to me, but thank you to BJ for 20 plus years, gosh, 24 years yeah. of being a good friend. And, well, and you you gave me Paul Anderson, agent to the stars, who's been nothing but amazing for my career. And thank you to Paul for everything he's done. Uh, you also taught me how to be a good employee because yes. as, as much as I may have, you know, helped you become a better host in your eyes, you, I mean, you, you looked at me and said, Oh brother, I mean, you are yeah, not yeah. going to, you're not going to last in any building. And I'll never forget. You introduced me to one of the great programmers. He's not with us anymore. Steve Young, who, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I remember Bob, you, and this is what's so great about you is that you're like, okay, I think this guy needs this. I can't provide him this, but I'm going to introduce him to somebody who will. You're the great networker. And I'll never forget this. Steve Young was like this big teddy bear of a father figure, which I never really had a great relationship with my father. And somehow the great program directors, the, the, the great nurturers, the great coaches know this. He just, I had just met the guy. You go, BJ, here's Steve. Steve, this is BJ. And Steve, this big teddy bear of a guy, puts his arm around me and he just says, BJ, and these warm eyes and this sweet mm -hmm. voice, BJ, you're kind of a mess, but we'll fix that. <laughs> and he's, but we'll fix Steve. that. And, yeah. but, and he did. I mean, he was so helpful to me. This guy who's a genius at the time, he wasn't getting paid to help me out, but because you were his friend, because he, he recognized that you recognized talent, you two both were so instrumental in me being able to get my S together. Well, we all network and we all, uh, uh, you know, just work together as a team because in radio, we're all kind of brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I do remember that. Uh, turns out speaking truth to power unfiltered when that power is your employer it's not the greatest thing yeah. so uh, <laughs> yeah well yeah you and i so, you and no, i you, you and i both know that and and yet well, you know what when you get the heart of an artist it's always tough to mix that with yeah. business it really wall street and art does not mix very well but it's still necessary what are you going to do but you seriously became a leader in the market and um are one of the best uh, in Seattle, and I am excited to see if you take that job at Costco. 
Thank you very much. I, you know what we're having, you know what we're having good conversations. I just need a couple of more recommendations from people, and I think our listener Costco it. Josh put in a good word. For thank you, you so Josh. You're, you're thank set. you, yeah. Bob Rivers. Bob, thank you so much for everything you've done. Uh, it's so wonderful to have you as a friend, as well as also somebody who could mentor me and help me get where I am. You, you, you are, you are finally recognized as a true Hall of Famer. What a wonderful experience for you. And by the way, people don't know this, but on your Hall of Fame trophy, a lot of people may not know the little award they gave you you put the bob rivers show it just wasn't your name and everybody was there to celebrate and if you don't mind bob can you tell us a little bit of how that was for you i mean you are a seattle legend we all love you this town you know has pride in you you're a hall of famer in radio can you tell us a little bit about how that was for you yeah well it was wonderful and um it, you know in a way I, I for a while didn't feel like i deserved it because everything we did was team oriented uh, but then as soon as they started showering all this love on me, I was like, yeah, I do deserve it. So I'm, <laughs> my ego is fully filled. Uh, you know, I've had so much sunshine pumped up my skirt. Uh, it was wonderful. And, um, and, and when they inducted us, uh, I asked if they would put the Bob Rivers show on the trophy so that everyone would feel like they were part of it. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, but really, it, it's... Um, it's been an amazing, amazing ride for me. I will say this, BJ, and I know you say you're not retiring, but the water's warm. It's beautiful. Retirement. You should come in. You, are you should think about I it. I know, but you remember, remember how like we... the voice of God right you, you remember how we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how you had talks with me about how I should be a little better with my finances? I, don't, I didn't listen, so... I, oh, okay. I got to keep working. You're forced to work until you're 75. Yeah, that's... A, I'm like yeah. every American, uh, yes. so... You know, I'll live. I'll let you. I'll live vicariously through you as you're just having a wonderful time in a beautiful climate with the pool and everything. And I'll be slaving over a hot, hopefully, hopefully, overly, you know, hopefully over a hot radio station somewhere. Um, but yeah, uh, someday, Bob. Someday, maybe. Someday. Like, you know, uh, I'll be retired someday. But well, come and visit yeah. because we're in Las Vegas. We yeah. moved to Las Vegas because we knew we'd have visitors and they would be staying on this trip and only have three hours to sit with us, which is the perfect length of time. It's really yeah. Yeah, then you kick me out, and I'll go. I'll go visit the M M&M and M store, my favorite place in Las Vegas. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob, right. lots well, of love to you, man. Thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for everything you've done, and thank you for our friendship, man. My pleasure, and all the best to everybody on the show. Thank you, BJ. Good luck. There we go, Bob Rivers. All right, I think we have time for. We have time Yay! for calls. We've got some people been waiting on hold right. since six a.m. Um, so why not? Right. Okay, let me go to pick uh, whoever you want, BJ. Uh, you know what? I got to talk to this guy. Because he's a classic from back in the old days. Glenn the Toolbox. Pick anybody but Glenn. Come on. Oh, sorry. Hold okay, on. Okay. Glenn the Toolbox, you're on the rock. Give it out a shot for the Toolbox. Glenn. Give it out a shot. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. One of the classic guys wonder- from back in the buzz days. Way back from the buzz days. And I knew you back in Phoenix back in the, uh, the mid-90s. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Oh, I, I forgot that you actually concert. you listened to me when I was doing radio in Phoenix at the at the at the basically the top forty station. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I think you were at a Phil Collins concert, and I was buzzing around. You were doing some kind of remote or something like that, and I, I just remember just buzzing by you with my bike when I was like a teenager, and I'm like, "Well, this guy's kind of cool." And then when I found out that you were in Phoenix at the same time I was, it's like, "Wow, this guy's really cool. I want to be just like him." 
and I want to thank you, BJ. I want to thank you. The city of Seattle wants to thank you. Your super secret URL, the Yahoo groups, all those people want to thank you for all the hard work you did in Seattle. And we wish nothing but the best for you. And we wish you Godspeed on your next adventure. Uh, thank you so much, cool. Glenn. You're the man. Glenn was always like him. We used to make fun of Glenn all the time, but he loved it. Uh, and my favorite Glenn story is when we, when he faked his way with an ID to get to the Star Trek experience where we were supposed to do a live broadcast. They let him set up everything, even though he was not an employee of, of the company at all. And he just made up his own press pass. It was basically he wrote in crayon press and then used like like <laughs> scotch tape to make it look laminated. And they believed that that was an actual press pass. The Sheridan Hotel said, looks legit to me. Come on in, sir. He was the ultimate, like, you know, scammer. But he didn't even like, uh, it almost was like the joke's on everybody for believing him. Yeah. Uh, so, Glenn's so the true. best. I, I love Glenn. Let me go. Out to, this, uh, this, somebody says this is my, an old intern of mine. Wild Bill, you're on the rock. BJ Shea. Who cares? <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill, I slightly, are you from, from, from like our intern back at CMF in Rochester? Good old BJ and Bull days, my friend. Oh, yes. Oh, that was the, which I think another wonderful, wonderful decision made by our company because actually we were owned by the same company. Uh, I, B, I think Bull and I had a great show and if they had given us the time they should have, we would have had a tremendous show. But, eh, you know, what companies ever make bad decisions? Yeah, Bill, no, I remember no, you. Ever. This is a blast from the past, man. Yes, I have not talked to you in some time. And, uh, BJ, when I saw that uh, this was going to be your last show there, I had to give you a call and uh, say thank you. Because uh, if it weren't for you, and I gotta, I'll give props to Bull too. Um, you guys would not have uh, given me the tools I needed to go forward. And it just so happened that coincidentally, a few years down the road, I ended up with Bull uh, at the same radio station. Me doing weekends and him doing, uh, I believe it was drive time at the time. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, gosh, you know, God, that's how old. See, I'm old. You know, seriously, because we're going that back. Was, Whew, we're going I'm going to gonna go probably 1997. There you go. Some of these kids weren't even born yet. And I, know, and I was still really doing funny. It. Yeah, it really kind of uh, Bill. Yeah, really. <laughs> Bill, thank you. It's so great to hear from you, man. Thank you so much for the well wishes. I would like to say this about uh, about Bull Rich, the Bull Gensler. Um and this is what irritates me about our industry is that Rich, unfortunately, was doing a show with somebody who was a jackass idiot who probably shouldn't have been in that position. But again, companies make really stupid moves. Yeah, we heard he did the show with you for a little bit. That's yeah. besides that. Oh, okay. Um, but the person said something horrible and then the whole show got fired. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. And poor Bull, because he was there, it's like nobody wants to touch him. And it's like, that guy said nothing. He worked with an idiot and now he's punished for... Because, and... Uh, I, I like he was he started as an intern with us in Rochester. Then he got his own shift. And then he and I did a show together. He hosted mornings in Buffalo for the longest time. And Bull is such a great guy. And again, our industry, my God, the management types in our industry are just such idiots. Sometimes this poor guy does nothing. And then his whole life is over. He does nothing. Mm hmm. And so I'm just, uh, I hope somebody wakes up in the Buffalo area and realizes he's a great dude and, you know, put him back on the radio somewhere because he's awesome. And I really enjoyed working with him uh, the time we did. He's a great, great guy. All right. So it is my last show. And, you know, it's, uh, there's a theme here. I'm really against every radio company's management team. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But you know what? It's equal opportunity. It's not, you know. Multiple stories of when management did something wrong. Yeah. What does that say, management? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like everybody's got stories. Uh, it is my last show at KISW. And when we come back, we got more people to chat with. Craig Gass, Duff McKagan, plus all the KISW staff will join us. And now I know why they're joining us, because Ryan Castle smartly got, uh, he got champagne. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> how many uh, glasses of champagne. So, 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 so Thrill came in studio. Hey, I love you, buddy. I, I love where, Where's the booze? So, um, yeah, it, we're going to do all that. Uh, we're going to start things off with Craig Gass at 917 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. This is uh, this is my last show, last show on KISW. It's not a bit. Uh, look, the company and I are parting ways. That's all we can say right now. What's the future? Well, you know, look, you easily can tune into KISW to see what the future is. And then the future for me is, is that... Hopefully, you know, when you're Fred Meyer, you'll be very nice to me as I say thank you for shopping. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see. You know how life goes. You don't know what happens, you know, whatever. But there's social media. That's always Thankfully. nice. So you can always keep up with people. Uh, we have a guest. We do. We have a great friend of the show. Someone who's been a part of some great memories from the roast of Steve Miggs to just some of the pure insanity that we've done on this radio show from Live Day and everything in between. Please welcome to the show, Craig Gass. Craig Gass, who I have known for a very long time, and it had nothing to do with Seattle because I first met you, Craig, working with my mentor and one of the greatest guys in radio, Brother Weez. That is when you and I first met. That was 29 years ago when we first met at the uh, boot camp in Atlanta. Yeah, I, um, I have... All right, first of all, let me just say that I don't think BJ's going anywhere, all right? I But I am going to throw out because there's... Not a lot of details. You've left it up to us as society. <laughs> I have put the burden on society's shoulders. I have. You've you, you put it up. You left it up to us to come up with theories. All right. And I have two conspiracy theories. And and the second one's a little out there, but just, All right. just just hear me out. There's been a lot on this. There's, there's definitely there's been a lot on the social network. So I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to hear what you've got going on. Okay, hear me out. Uh, conspiracy theory number one. Last time I was in the studio, I was talking about how much fun we had roasting Migs. Yes. And I said publicly, we need to do a roast of BJ. Then you step down. Is there any connection <laughs> at all? Is there oh, any? You don't, don't answer that. Don't is there a that. smoking gun? <laughs> that's, that, that's just that's one theory. The other one, and this is heavy. Okay. And this is this is really kind of crazy. But and and I'll be honest, I, I spent a lot of time in Pioneer Square, so I've done a lot of drugs. So this <laughs> this might be a little far fetched. Okay. So right. hear me out on this one. Conspiracy theory number two. BJ is going to start doing a morning radio show in Yakima to lay low for a while because BJ is responsible for the disappearance of Double R. Do not answer. Do not answer. Dun, dun, dun. You know, I have, I, I, since you brought that up, it's so bizarre you brought that up because just I was just telling Steve off air that just recently my phone 
rang and it, it said it said Double R's name on there, and I got there, and then it, by the time I got there and saw it, it was done. So I thought, all right, well, he'll leave me a voicemail. Nothing ever happened. I have never heard from that number again. It was just so weird because it said weird. his name. So uh, it's like Jimmy Hoffa. I'm not sure where he is, but. Uh, you're half right. I have a secret family in Yakima, which I haven't told Sarah and Joey about. And so I'm going to now go live with them and do a show down there with them so that at least they, they can have their, their, you know, their, their absentee father back. And so I'm going to. So you say. So okay. I, so I say. So listen, I don't know. Like I started looking up stuff with Dungeons and Dragons. There are crazy weapons involved with that game. So. Oh yeah. We haven't seen double R. Nope. So. I'm just saying, crazy weapons. Yeah, double R's missing. No one's heard from him. Yeah, I, I, it's it's just a theory. Listen, but, you know what? It's a good theory. It's a good theory. Uh, last time I heard, Top Shelf is in Texas. Yep. We talked to Brad uh, earlier on the show. Yep. Uh, the Reverend Fuego's over at Cairo. He's flourishing. Haven't heard from Mono Nick, so I don't know what he's doing. I have uh, not heard from him in forever. Yeah. Uncle Chris, I know, is down, still down in the Tacoma area, and he hangs out with Rev from time to time. Uh, anybody Rev, else? Rev's uh, over at Cairo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm trying to think of any other... Like, we I talked earlier about Jared, a.k.a. Johnny Chocolate. Johnny Chocolate. I, I mean, I see He's Jared... on social media. Yeah, and I see him every time there's something about Doctor Who. I always see Jared likes yeah. about it because he and I are such huge sci-fi geeks. So, uh, that, that, But Double R, you're right. He is the mystery. He went off the grid. I, it's at least been eight years since I've spoken to him. I did speak to him a little bit after he left the show, and you know we kept in touch a little bit, but then off, off just gone. And uh, I won't say what's going. I won't say one thing. But Steve and I got a got a communication from somebody that knows him that we thought was a very weird communication. Mm-hmm. So I do truly hope that Double R is okay. He was a very very talented guy and. You know, it's uh, life can be really challenging sometimes. I yeah. do hope he's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. I love that guy and miss him. And I just, I just wanted to throw out a conspiracy theory there. But I, doing radio, I've been doing radio as long as I've been doing stand up for thirty years, and be, having the ability to carry a monologue, a conversation, a a new monologue every day for four hours is such a difficult thing to do. And you do it so well. And I love Thank the you. fact that you've always brought me on to not just come in to talk about a gig that's coming up. Uh, recently, when I came in, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to make fun of Kiss. And you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah sure. Come on, on in. in. You know, uh... There was one time last year when the Mariners made it to the playoffs for the first time in 20 years. And I just wanted to come in with, I said, I have an idea of how we can support the Mariners and, and be better fans in the stands. And you were like. All right. Yeah, come on. Come on in. Whatever. Uh, You know, Craig, we talk about friends of the show. Steve always makes fun of me because anybody that's on the show, I go. We'll we'll have a guy on once in the studio and he'll refer to them as a friend of the show every single time. I really want to think that means people like me. But, Craig, you know, as we said with Sarah Colonna and John Ryan, you really, really are a great friend of the show. And, you know, to your credit, there are so many radio shows that love you. And, but we still, we just still feel, maybe it's the Seattle connection, that you really do have a lot of affection for us and so that's why you can come in and do anything because you're really a great friend of the show and quick shout out to craig i just saw it on facebook today is 19 years of your life turning around oh really that's and that's yeah, thanks dude. to that's another amazing. member of our show you know and, and since, since this is 19 years i mean craig you do credit steve miggs for a big part of that steve as a friend came down on me like a hammer 
Okay. And really, I, think, really, I don't think that's the right wording don't, you don't want to use. Don't kink shame me. Don't kink shame I feel, me. I mean, look, I'm really, happy that really you really pounded him hard. Yeah. I mean, look, close relationships are nice, but Steve's a married man now, so we just don't want to. Oh, you mean he? He? You mean he really, really like had you meet? You know, he gave you that come to Jesus meeting. He did. He really talked to me in a way that I needed to be spoken to, and I am without question. This is night. My my recovery is 19 years of borrowed time. There's no question about it. My health was not well. I'd already had a heart attack. And Steve really stepped up and just, as a friend, he really talked to me in a way that I really needed to be spoken to. And I, I will always appreciate that. But I want to tell you how much uh, gratitude I have for you allowing me to continue this relationship with the radio station that gave me my first big break at KISW. You didn't have to do that. Morning shows uh, have their own um, decisions to make about what kind of a personality they want to have. And you kept me in the loop in KISW, and I'm eternally grateful for that. And this is all the nice guy stuff. It's going to be weird after this is all done, and you can just kick out Sarah and, and kick her out on the streets and not have to be <laughs> the nice guy anymore. So it's, it's going to be weird enough. In a few oh, weeks, I know. Homeless, so. I know. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, she's never leaving the house, Craig. It's over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's like a squatter now. And, you know, I'm going to try to, I can now have to go through eviction process. It's not good. Yeah, it's, uh, Craig, we love you. Thank you so much for everything you do. And look, even though this is my last day at KISW, I sure as hell hope it's not yours because you have meant so much to the station. The station has meant so much to you. And, uh, man, I got a lot of love for you and, and the friends we've become over the years. Thank you so much, man. I also appreciate your honesty uh, about your, you've told me things on the air about issues that you had with anger management that I thought was incredibly transparent yeah, and and yeah. showed that you were really working on yourself. And I just, I love you, and I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming next. And well, thank I just you, wanted bro. to call in to say that. Thank you so much. Craig Gass, man, a great, great guy. Great thank dude. you, Craig. Yep. Um, you know, since he brought that up, uh, Ryan Castle walked in, and I think it's perfect because... What, the recovery thing? Uh, <laughs> we we want to talk to you. This is an intervention. This you, has actually all been a setup for my intervention. Yeah, it's time I, for me to I, do to you I'm what I did going, to Craig Gass. I'm not going anywhere, but you are, Ryan, to rehab. <laughs> It was only a matter of time. Um, I, 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 you know, especially for Steve and, and Ryan, you have definitely been around in Hair Club. Um, you know, it has not been easy to work in the same building with me. And um, it is not lost on the fact that we were able to produce tremendous ratings, tremendous results. And, you know, it, and when you have somebody like myself who, well, you know what, really should have been in therapy a lot sooner and didn't, and yet people still were able to get it done, uh, there were some really tough and miserable moments for so many people. I am so grateful for the patience, the understanding, the kindness. Uh, Steve has never, you, you, you call him on the phone, never has he never been able to answer the phone and say, what do you need? And never have I ever asked of Steve anything that has never been done Uh one of the most solid people I have ever worked with in my career. It's like it, I never had to worry about anything because I knew that Steve would just get it done no matter what. And I'm a crazy person. I am a massively <laughs> crazy person. And Steve's just like, yeah, whatever, we'll get it done. And 
Steve, I mean, you were put in the middle in so many different situations, me being a crazy person, and yep. you still not only got the show done, but came on and were just an amazing talent while getting the show done. I, I, I don't think people realize how just an amazing of a Thank talent, you. performer, dude that you are. And for 17 years, this doesn't happen if there's not a quality person like you in my life. So I want to thank you all for all of it. I appreciate that, man. Uh, you know, I've been like, I don't know what to say, you know, honestly, because there's a lot of people I want to talk to. There's a lot of people that are going to be joining us. And I've had a million things in my head of what I want to tell you. Um, but I will say this. And. It's interesting. I go on social media. I see everything that's been posted about it. And I read the comments and how much love you have. But the thing that struck the most to me was reading everyone who shared your post and then shared their own personal experience of what you've done for them. And I've never been a person that's cared about money or ratings or anything like that when it comes to like the world of radio. I've cared more about respect and, and legacy. That's always been like my thing. And... If you would have asked me 15 years ago what BJ Shea's legacy was going to be, I'd be like, <laughs> ah, he's the angry guy who throws turds and punch bowls, oh, but he's a boy. good dude. Yeah. But, you know, he's a good dude until he's not a good dude. Yeah. Um, and But I loved you. And I still do, obviously. But, like, that would be that would have been, in my eyes, your legacy. And I don't know how to put this into words really well other than uh, I would compare you a lot. I'm trying not to get too emotional about this. But I would compare you a lot to, like, my brother. And you know how much I love my brother. Yes. But my brother, in the early stages of me knowing my brother, was it was very difficult. Loved him, but it was very difficult. It was abusive. It was this. It was that. Then over the years, obviously, he got into the military and, and, and became my hero. And the person that I absolutely respect and admire because of how he turned his life around. Now, granted, you're never going to be a war hero or fighting in Afghanistan <laughs> or Iraq or very anything true. like that. But, very, very true. You're, but I do appreciate this. But, but from all the time that you put into becoming a better person, and then I see what everybody has written about you, you have changed so many people's lives, not just with radio. You've been a mentor to many people. You've been a person that's advocated for a lot of people. You've been a person that's gone to bat for a lot of people. And I hope you know when you go to bed at every single night, and I mean this in the bottom of my heart, you have created a legacy that will live in this market and in radio forever. Like oh, there, there, There's not many people like you. You're one of a kind. Bad back in the day, maybe, but all good nowadays. I mean, it's, it's, it's been an incredible journey to watch you become the person that you are, and I hope you know that, and I know I don't say that a lot because I'm not a sentimental person, but I mean it, and I feel it, and uh, I, I view you on the same level as my brother, man. Like, you're a hero, and, and you're a great person, and I, I only hope that in my life and in whatever my journeys are, I will take your legacy and add on to it. And that, that to me, is important. I, I, I'm really humbled and very grateful for those comments, Steve. I mean, first off, your brother's a great man, so you put me in the same sentence as him. is just, I, I don't even know what to say. And your dad, I have not spoken a lot with your dad, and we've told mm -hmm. many great stories of your dad. But the one interaction I had with him, I thought, man, you talk about a dad doing it because you say you don't, you're not sentimental, you don't say a lot. At the wedding, your dad pulls me aside and he goes, I just want you to know my son thinks the world of you. And I was like, whoa. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, plus you're like, you know, that's a powerful thing. So, I haven't talked to my dad since then. He broke, uh, yeah. he broke the trust. <laughs> yeah, he really did break the trust. <laughs> uh, it's been an honor. It's been uh, a pleasure. It's been also, it's been, hey, you know, we're going to pat ourselves on the back. We kicked ass. Yes. We kicked some serious ass in this town. I will mm -hmm. always be proud of what we've done. Danny, Sarah, Joey. Well, you know, and for me, working with my kids. 
Uh, years ago, I met this guy by the name of Tom Bernard, who is legendary at uh, basically the KISW of, of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And so I said, I just want to meet the guy. You don't understand. I'm in rock. I do a morning show. He's the GOAT. And so, and I mean, he had restaurants. He, the guy was massively successful. So we're at his restaurant in Minnesota, great Italian joint. And finally, somebody I knew said, I can get you some time with Tom. Mm-hmm. And so... When I met him, he was cordial. You know, you could tell he's like, I hate talking to radio people. Uh, <laughs> but a really nice. But then when I told him, he, he, I said, you know, Tom, the one thing we have in common is, is I am fortunate enough to work with my kids. His eyes lit up. And he said, BJ, it's the best moment of my life. Who, uh, the fact that I get to work with my kids in the business that I love and that they love it enough that they want to work in it. And he said, you and I might be the most blessed in the business for getting to do that because what parent wouldn't love anything better? And your kids have grown to be great at this job in, in spite of you. No, I'm kidding. But it's like, true. Yeah, it's but, so true. But you, you know what I mean? You not, are not, absolutely They right. are not just, oh, that's BJ's kids. Like, they, they, are, they are important to what we have done. And I, I have nothing but love for both of them as well. Yeah. And really, Danny's the only disappointment. Um, but you guys. What's that you, freaking you, wallet chain, man? Uh, I, that's it. It's uh, like, grow up, man. Now, I see Ryan Castle. We this have is Duff like, McKagan also on oh, the phone. Oh, he's on the line. Oh, so let's I, I, talk to Duff. I know we have a lot of, like, we have oh, the staff. Yes. The staff can wait. Duff yeah. can. Oh, Duff McKagan's yeah, on the line. Duff. Look, if we run over past 10, that's fine. Oh, we'll, good. No, we're okay. going to stay on it for a couple of years. I never really like locking the doors. I never really liked that guy after 10 o'clock I anyway. Me, so, yeah. That's what, me either. Yeah. Uh, Duff, are you there, Duff? BJ, I'm here. Oh, my gosh. Duff, uh, Duff, man, I'm so happy that I got to talk to you finally. I, I, I want to say this, Duff. I have so much love for you because every time you came on our show, I mean, you know, first of all, you don't even know who you are, which I love. That's the greatest thing about you is that you have no idea, like, you know, you know, really. It's like Queen Elizabeth is in the studio, but Queen Elizabeth has no idea she's the queen. And, <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> And Duff, that's who you've always been. You've been so kind. You've been so complimentary. If anyone ever asked you to do anything for me, if there's a little thing, you just didn't hesitate. And Duff, uh, also, you're just a great human being. Uh, so I, and, and here you are again today just illustrating that. So, I, I, man, it means hey. so much, so much. Hey, man, this, this show's about you. And, and um, I just want to, man, thank you. Like, you know, I've been listening to rock radio since... I- I was a little kid since the FM radio started. And my older brothers and sisters had FM radio on. And, um, and I follow it. I follow it around the country as I travel. I do all the stuff. And I played rock radio shows all over the country. And so I know the stations and I know the personalities. And you're just the guy, dude, that, that is a cornerstone in, you know, morning rock radio. I mean, just a cornerstone in, in rock radio. Period. And your steady voice, uh, your guidance through all kinds of stuff, BJ, you know, the good and the bad. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm very thankful that as a Seattleite, we had you, we have you. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd come on your show at a drop of a, you know, uh, drop of a hat or whatever they say. Because, uh, you, you know, if you, if you want to talk, if I got something you you want to know, uh, I'm always there. But uh, I just want to say thank you and uh, for all these years of of greatness. And you know, and Duff, I I really appreciate how much you have credited 
me for putting Guns N' Roses back together. I know that I had a big part of that. And so, you know, that was always special that you gave me that nod. There's that obsession with Sweet Child yeah. Because we, unlike every other radio station you were ever on, it was our, our asking you, hey, Duff, what do you think? Will the band get back together? That's when you said, finally, some inspiration to get this done. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Duff, here's the thing, and I don't know if you're ready. I don't want to put you on the spot, but every time we have you on the show, Duff usually oh, has boy. a joke. Did you get one just I in know. case? I because you know we love the Duff McKagan joke of the day. Uh, well, and if you, you know, didn't, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I know that you usually come prepared. Just don't tell, know, the, they, don't they, tell they, the eight legs joke. Oh, okay. No, you know they they said I uh, couldn't do uh, poetry because I'm dyslexic. Uh, but I made three vases and a bowl. They look great. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love is that, that a slow one? No. You know what? That is going to take some people actually some time to figure out what you were talking about, and I love that. And if I, when the show's over, if people come up to you and go, I don't understand Duff's joke, I will be glad to explain it to them. I don't get it. Yeah, really? Poetry. I don't know if I do. Poetry pottery. Pottery. It's not just yeah. dyslexic. Mm-hmm. Instead of, so he did pottery instead of poetry. Oh. Not my bad. Oh, Jesus, really? I'm sorry. It's been a long morning. Did it really take you that long? You can really? make a horse to water. I, I, my brain is just off at this point. I've been, it's been a rough morning there, Duff. Come on. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, see, the joke gets better as you think about it, right? Now I really like it. No, yeah, you've got to give it some time. Duff, uh, thank you so much for everything you've done. Thank you for joining me this morning. It's a, it's a bittersweet day, but the moments talking yeah. to people like you make it sweet. And uh, you've been... And really, really so kind. Thank you so much, Duff. Cheers, man. Thank you, BJ. Thanks um, uh, just for everything. And, and uh, uh, bon voyage and best of luck. Thank you, man. Duff McKagan. Much love, Duff. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. He's in this little band, Guns N' Roses. Thanks, pal. Uh, yeah, thank you, Duff. Appreciate it. We got another rock star friend in Aaron Jones that's oh! also on the phone. This is this is my karaoke buddy, Aaron Jones. Oh, Aaron, hey, what's up, BJ? What's going oh, on, man? How you doing? Yeah, look at all these talented people. I don't, I, I don't know why <laughs> they're the wasting time. The first time you said it this morning. Yeah, I know, uh, Aaron. <laughs> man, oh, it's so I'm so happy you're calling in, buddy. Man, I had to. It's, it's, dude. You know, you have been such an integral part of the Pacific Northwest, uh, pretty much my entire life, dude. You know, and uh, it was really important. Um, for me, and I'm sure for the rest of the Seattle, you know, it's, I think about Seattle too, man. Seattle's not Hollywood. You know, we're not those cats that like get too big to 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 be cool with with uh, the local cats around the area. You know, so it's just important that myself and I'm sure other artists came and, and let you know how how much you mean to us and uh, and how you shaped our careers and opened up the space for us to be who we are. You know what I mean? So I, I had to, to call you and let you know, man, how much we appreciate you. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much. And, you know, I mean, he, at The Rock, we always have a lot of pride when one of our own in this area transcends Seattle, get national, international attention. And, of course, you have a ridiculous amount of talent. And you are like one of the, the one of the, uh, you're probably not going to like this because it kind of it hurts the brand, but one of the sweetest guys that I know. And How dare you? How I, dare I, I know, you? I know, I know you're the boys, the boys of the Puget Sound. I get it. I know that the police have already been called. 
called because that's how bad you are. I get that. <laughs> but, I mean, I you just love it when good people do good. And you are so passionate for the art and the performance. And I am just, I'm just proud to say that you know my name, Aaron. And thank you so much for calling in. Man, it's it's mutual, man. You know, it, it's um, you know, I don't know if a lot of people realize, like coming up in Seattle in the modern era. You know, I've been doing this for about a little over ten years as a touring artist, and coming up in the modern era um, of music, it, especially coming out of Seattle, it can be really tough to break, especially if you don't have people like yourself um, to back back you up, man. So it was just really important for me to let you know how much we appreciate you and love you, man. Thank you for everything you've done for the scene. My pleasure, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, you want to say anything? You going anywhere? Doing anything? What should people be looking for? Websites, whatever. Mornings on KSW. Oh, man. Oh, You're the one stabbing me in the back. You know what? There's so many people. Dude, I mean, call, call me after this so we can talk about January second. <laughs> wow, wow. The body's not even cold yet. Hey, Ryan, as you're pouring your celebration, the champagne talking. Ryan, Ryan's literally pouring a drink of champagne, celebrating Aaron Jones, the new hire. Uh, no, you got a you got a New Year's show. The showbox, right? That's right. I got to do a show at the showbox coming up uh, this New Year's. I'm uh, I'm actually auctioning off my pedal board for a little help fund uh, for the holiday season for uh, Save the Children. If you go to my uh, my, my socials, you can uh, see for a chance to, to grab that pedal board and contribute to some of the, the love uh, uh, for the children around the world. And, you know, that's about it, man. Right now I'm staying home. And in February, I take off, head out to France, and then I'm on a, on a rocket ship, baby. I'm on tour for a while after that. So, But, yeah, I got that, that New Year's Eve show coming up uh, on New Year's Eve at the showbox. All right, man. Th- a- 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 Aaron, uh, love you. Thank you for calling in. It means you, so much. Thank you, man. Aaron yes, Jones sir, right you, there. Uh, you know, that kid's going places. That's all I got to say. Um, there's another radio show calling me. Is, uh, is, uh, we put another him radio show? Yeah, there is, actually. Okay. Is it okay to put them on? I mean, why I not? Okay. All right. Uh, Are they from Kixie and Everett? Uh, uh, no, actually, they're from Star 101.5. It's Kurt and Jen, actually. Oh, no way. Hello. That's awesome. I think. Oh, did, oh I haven't engaged. Wait, I haven't It'd be so great him. if you hung up. No, yeah, I know. I, you know. <laughs> there, now I've engaged him. Kurt and Jen, welcome <laughs> to the show. How are Good you? Good morning. Oh, hi. Uh, for, for, now, I, Kurt, I don't know if I've met you or not, but I, I love Jen. Jen gave, Jen, Jen gave me one of the best lines that I use every time when people look at me because I said something to Jen one time, and she goes, well, big shocker, Betty Crocker. And I go, I am stealing. <laughs> I said, I am going to steal <laughs> that forever. Right. I love that line. Hi, guys. Thank you for calling. Oh, yeah. BJ, we're just calling to say that you have been a legend in the market. I mean, everyone's saying it. And um, we had a little story because we got a new boss in town, right? You know how this goes. And he sat us down and he said, you know, I want to know what shows you think are great. And the first thing that came out of our mouth is, and I'm, this is not Mig. a lie, it's yep. BJ and Migs. Oh, wow. I don't think. They, so how long do you guys have left then? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, BJ, you and I actually got here. I came here from Detroit in 2001. You got here, what, 99 or 2000, something oh, like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, and you were, I think, your middays at the time I was doing afternoons at, at uh, what is now um, Jack. So, yeah, and it, ultimately it comes down to this, you know, uh, the, the respect that, that we have for you and what you've done. And, uh, you know, this is not about ratings or who's on what station or stuff. You guys have just done a fantastic job. You know, the ratings don't even matter. You've done a very good job uh, just because you're great people of, uh, you know, sharing that on the air, the emotion and, and sharing so much of yourselves. And I, I think that's what makes for, you know, great people and, and great on-air uh, content. And you guys are just the masters of that. They also kick our button ratings, too. Well, that's but, true. you know, there's yeah. that. 
Well, you guys, thank you so, so sure. much for that. Uh, sure. I, it, it, the amount of love I'm getting today is great. Thank you so much, guys. Jen, you know I love you. And, it's really uh, cool you guys to call in. Yeah, thank you so much for calling in and saying nice here's, things. Here's another line for you, BJ. Okay. Um, so it's, you know, Big Talker, Betty Crocker, if you're talking to a gal, but if you're talking to a guy, it's Big Talker, Johnny Walker. Oh. <laughs> oh, Big Talker, Johnny Walker. Right. Oh, okay. I've got some non-FCC versions Let's hang out, let's hang out Zulu's. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I told you. We got to get your game I on, know. girl. You're just not. Ge- I mean, you need to get your geek cred. Is all I have to say. And we'll do that at Zulu's up in Boston. I'm afraid that you're just going to beat me. I'm super competitive, and I don't want to lose. Well, <laughs> luckily, I'm not a good board game player. I, I like to play them, but I'm really bad. So you're going to have a great shot. Kurt and Jen, thank you so much over at Star 101.5. Thank you so much, guys. We adore you, you so much. Best of luck, buddy. Love you guys. Uh, I want to say one thing because they brought it up because you know they're giving me a lot of credit, like how great the show is. But since we have this whole room full of people look the bottom line is this the reason that we've had the success we've had is because it is a massive collaboration there is so many talented people in this building and the amount of talented people that just want to say here's some ideas for every show everything all over the place and and we would not be what we would be if not for everything that everybody does you know you do a thing like live day and we're the ones that look like we're like hey we're the stars but in reality like we're you know i'm an idiot those none of those ideas were mine i didn't say live day i didn't tell you to put those i didn't do any of this all i but i look like i look like a hero i'm an idiot yes i mean that really is it this doesn't happen a great show doesn't happen if you don't have an amazing group of people around you it's never about one person even though today we were making it about one person but i mean and we got a whole room full of yeah, people take your that, damn flowers bj yeah, come yeah. on all right i mean but i it's it's really true and i know you, you got a room full of people what, what are we doing steve i know we got calls but we got ryan castle here thrill yeah, came thrill in, came and, on well, in oh, that's because the alcohol Daly, here. Kyle yeah. Court, i'm Kevin's here for the here, champagne Terry. man i'm not gonna lie to you yeah i, don't I will you. say this man uh 18 years ago we got here i've never worked with anyone as long as i've worked with bj right outside of miles and ted right yes. but never worked with anyone this long and when we when we interviewed in seattle uh dave richards was driving us around and i'm never convinced all the time that people in radio are awesome that's not an insult to anyone i just have a way that i like to do my show right and i'm relentless about it i don't care what corporate says i do not care about any of that i'm going to do it the way i want to do it so I'm always convinced people want to do things as corporate asks them to. So your show was on in the car, all right? And we were driving up to the uh, studio for Dave to show us. And I just remember hearing this one thing. You were talking about your penis. (laughs) No, no, already a good sign. And then you called it your mayonnaise cannon. And I looked at Dave. (laughs) What? And I told him, I am home. What? I said, if that guy has a mayonnaise cannon, then I'm where I need to be, man. (laughs) This is the place we need to be. And that was on the buzz. And I've then we moved over again. to uh, uh, over to KISW, man, and we've been here as long as we've been here, yeah, and it's I, been uh... spectacular. And you told me a great thing when we did our live day backstage, right? Because, you know, people, you, you see what we do on stage, you don't know the conversations behind the scenes, man. And BJ came up and put his arm around me and said, brother, we've been doing this for 18 years. It's been great. And we, we have no conflicts. There's no ego, right? We all have big attitudes. Yes. We all have a lot to say. Make no mistake about it. Ask our wives uh, if, you, if you need confirmation on that. We got a lot to say a lot of the time. BJ came up and said, bro, it's been great working with you, which is true. Because for 18 years, no conflict. We do what we do, and both of us, man, it's about pushing the message of our shows forward, man. Congratulations on that. Thank you, man. Not a lot of people get to do that, right? Most shows last, what, three to five years? Yeah. And then they move somewhere else. And to be here for this long and do what you do 
is the big difference. I think a right? lot of that lack of conflict, though, could be attributed to the fact that you're not here at the same time every day. I think that has everything to do with it. it I think that is 100% correct. It surely doesn't hurt. Um, and, and, Ryan, you don't know how true to that is. You probably do know how true to that. Because when I worked at the Buzz. for both of you. Well, you remember when I was at the Buzz, I was not allowed of the building because I did have a little conflict with a show. Which and also little, endeared yeah. you right. to me. I'm like, I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> I just hear there's like lawsuits. I'm like, awesome. This guy's <laughs> yeah, good, man. Uh, they had to build a special studio. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, was we told that the sweat box. Yeah, and and and, and there were, like there was like you can't come in before this time in the morning. Really? Hey, well, you know I'm a delightful human being to actually have as a coworker. Is that, so. is that for real? Yeah, totally. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Ryan, you you dude, that's awesome. You man. never asked the question like why is that bizarre studio out yeah. in the hallway with no air conditioning? I just thought you guys had bad designing. Yeah. Oh no, I there was a decree, a demand <laughs> from that show that we don't good. Look, on you, man. We don't want to see him. We don't want to look. We don't want to hear him. Uh, and, and and again, Hair Club, you know, I love Hair Hair Club's going to come and meet with me and go, so look, uh, you know. And, but then he would just, when Hair Club go, you know you brought this on yourself, though, right? I go, yeah, I did. I really did. Uh, and that's why I have a lot of love for people that have known me all these years. You know, I, I look at some people who have only been here like five years, and they go, you're really a great guy. And I go, you're really a lucky person. <laughs> you decided to join this company at the right time hey brother remember one thing until the day you die if you're not provocative you've done nothing yeah if you're um, not provocative you've done nothing in this world if you do not piss people off yeah. or make them laugh or any of that then you've accomplished exactly nothing and i respect you for doing that all the time relentlessly well you know Bob, and when we had bob rivers on the show he talked about how much he learned from being around me and i will say the same thing about you guys is that you guys came in you did your show and when you were on the buzz doing nights and i just remembered in my brain it's like wow, these guys are so good. I really need to listen. And what do they do? What can I add to just, because of just how you guys are so good. And also, I would ask you questions. And, you know, most radio talent in this industry and whatever, you'd ask a question. They go, I'm not going to tell you that, you little peon. Go figure it out for yourself. <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys were like, yeah, sure. You know, I mean, sometimes I'd be hearing go, I don't even think they know what they're doing. But okay, at least, they, at least they gave me an answer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, you guys have been, I mean, really, it, 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 you know, you and Miles and Ted uh, have been so amazing. And you guys have achieved greatness in this town, greatness in this industry, the things that you've accomplished, and so down to earth, so kind. And and, and, and even though Ryan said we're not together, I think if we were working at the same time, we would have no problems because you guys are just solid I people. think Ryan would hate solid his people. life more. I will tell you this, man. And <laughs> thank you for saying more, that. I do more appreciate is, that. is the operative word there. Yeah. But I would say, man, be yourself and be yourself relentlessly. That's yes. literally yeah. the secret to the show. Be you who the hell you are. People yeah. can like it. They cannot like it. Don't ever worry about the people that don't like you. Worry about the people that do, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, I, I just, I know there's a lot of people in the room. Anybody yeah. can say anything you want if you want to, well, seriously. I, I, was, I was just going to oh, say. Oh, I didn't say uh, you. Uh, <laughs> we hear from you all the time. Your swore, management. What are we we going to hear from you again? No, what would you like to say, sir? Uh, you know, I was just thinking back today uh, to the, the one of the first times we met. You know, when I started here, it was 20 years ago. I was yeah. uh, 25 years old. I mean, it was it was really just a, a, <laughs> I, a dumb, so wet behind the 
the ears kid. You're right. yeah. You were really, I mean, it's so bizarre to think that, yeah, you were such a young mother. And I was on, uh, I was on Middays on KISW, and you were on Middays on The Buzz, yeah. and it was the only show that beat me, and it used to piss me <laughs> off. <laughs> and I went in on one of BJ's famous absinthe shows. Yeah. Oh, so this is yeah. probably like 2000, this must have been like 2004. Those were epic. Right, yeah. 2004. So I'm like 26 years old, right? And uh, I remember saying, uh, after a few absence on that show, like, how the F is this show beating me? And to this day, there are a lot of radio people who say that. To this day, 20 years later, I have not figured it out. Yeah, it but is. No, uh, look, honestly, dude, it's, I mean, it's, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. You're one of the good ones. I think, you know, Mitch brought it up earlier. Uh, in case you missed it, Mitch mentioned how, uh, you know, when he was going through some hard times, BJ reached out to him. And I think a lot of people don't know that, that he's that kind of guy. There are countless people in this business that he has helped out over the years and uh, decided to be a mentor for. I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten over the years from BJ, uh, someone he was working with that was trying to find a job. Yeah. He was trying to help them find work. And I just hope that you kept in touch with them uh, so they can return the favor. <laughs> you know, touching tribute. I would be pissed, but that is really good advice. But I look, I look forward. I look forward, BJ. I look yeah. forward to hearing your new show, which I'm going to tell everybody now uh, will be as BJ the DJ uh, playing your favorite classic country hits from 10 p.m. until midnight on Kixie AM and Everett. It has been. <laughs> A dream. Come. It's been a dream. It's the last thing on my bucket list. I, I, I love you, That's brother. Thank you, so, thank you oh, so yeah. much. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Castle, you, you, I mean, dude, we love working with you, and we've had so much fun over the years. Uh, and so, well, some of us do. And, uh, and, and when, 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 when Hair Club left, and I said, if they don't give the job to Castle, I mean, well, you know, I'll be me. I'll, I'll be me, and I'll, I'll, I'll drive. I told Dave, I said, I'll drive you crazy if he doesn't get the gig. I'll just let you know that you, you'll well, whoever be, comes in here was going to have problems. Oh, that's that. a fact. Yeah. I'd look at me go, is your name Ryan? No. Good. Get out. You know, one thing did occur to me today, though. Um, this has been really great radio. We should do this more often. <laughs> All right. Well, you, uh, you'll have so to hire tune in me Monday for BJ's second last yeah. show. You're going to have to hire me back and then put me on like a week contract, and we'll just do this over so Groundhog Day. BJ's last show, part two. I uh, we have a guy on the show. Uh, we have uh, another radio guy that wants to say hi. And okay, I, I would like to talk to him. It's John Curley uh, from Way Back Evening Magazine, now on Cairo. John, what's up, buddy? BJ say it's like a funeral, but we get a chance to talk to the dead guy. This is great. It is. You know, it's like I don't know if you saw that curb your enthusiasm where Albert Brooks did that, and he wanted to have his funeral, but he wanted to be upstairs in a bedroom watching all on closed circuit. You're right. It's exactly like that. This is it. By the way, I have so many people have so many great things about you, but BJ, I wanted people to know this: that the reason so many people with such an outpouring of support for you, you treat everyone exactly the same whether it's a guy that's cleaning up at the end of the night throwing the garbage cans out or just somebody else that's way up in the business everyone is treated with the respect and dignity you are a truly truly great human being i just wanted wow. people to know that and throw that in there as well well you and know a big, big fan wow a big fan wow i know all the mentoring you guys just talked about the mentoring was done you hear of somebody having problems you know, you help them, you call them, you check on them. You're a real, really, really, you're one of the rare individuals in this business that has no ego in this. And it's probably a good reason for that, because just take a good look at you. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> BJ, thanks for being the real deal. 
Thank you. Uh, John, thank you. Uh, the words mean a lot. And, uh, man, uh, man, what a t- I mean, when somebody who is like in your brain, you go, well, this guy is way more mega talented, way more successful. He's been on TV. He's been everywhere. And when somebody that says kind things, you just my brain goes. Did he have a concussion? Is he okay? I, I, does he know he's is he, is he calling the right person? Thank you so much, John. That is, uh, it, I mean, it, this is the bittersweet part of a day like this. Is you know, you do. He's right. It's like it is a funeral, but I am still alive, and it's nice because get to hear it when I'm dead. I don't think I'm going to hear that stuff, or I'm going to probably be in heaven and forget you people. As long as we don't play, I believe I can fly or any of those sad songs. I'm okay with this funeral. Oh, really? Yeah, I almost want to play. No, <laughs> right, I'll listen. play Dominic the Donkey. I have no problem. Playing. So, Steve, uh, as usual, you know me. I don't know what the hell we're doing. Well, we got I usually Terry, turn to you. We got Terry, yeah, let's, let's, we got all right. Kevin. Yeah, let's let people talk. Yeah. Terry oh, yeah. Daly, What's everybody. Up, guys? Karen. I just wanted to say, obviously, we've heard it time and time again this morning, and and you have been a mentor to people. You have been a supporter. The things that you've done for the city of Seattle as a whole are completely unmatched. Um, and and things like I'm listening, which I know you were such a champion and such a, a powerhouse in driving that, and the number of lives that you've touched in that world is. Is just unparalleled um, on a personal level. God dang it. <laughs> on a personal level, and I know we've talked about this. Um, the second I registered a team for Bike MS or Walk MS, you were like the first person to donate. And I don't know if you were spying on me or how you knew that the team was live, but yeah, uh, you were always the first person. And that's for 10 years now, because that's how long I've been here. And that's when I first got involved um, with the MS Society. So I just want to say that you have changed lives outside of radio because of radio. And uh, I know you'll continue to do that because you have a heart the size of a continent. Um, and we are so lucky to be your radio family. And that will continue forever. I will always be your radio family. Well, T, T, what can I say? Uh, I'm I'm so happy. Oh, sorry. sorry. That's okay. Uh, Steve's just going to go, you made another woman cry, BJ. Good job. It's on par. par. It's only been two today. Daughter and now Taryn. We haven't brought the strippers in yet, but that's going to happen. Yeah, you know, well, you know, that's my expertise. Uh, You know, making strippers cry. Taryn. I've seen it. uh, And, you know, uh, I have just loved watching you. You are an amazing talent. Uh, It was such a great hire. You are so good at what you do. And you're such a great person. And so, uh, I'm, 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 if I can make like you smile or happy or do anything positive in your life, I'm so happy to do so because I am happy you're in our business. It's so great you're in our business. Thank you, BJ. I love you dearly, and congratulations on this incredible journey with KISW. We love you. Yeah, it's been good. I'll tell you that. Thank you, Tara Daly, everybody. Taryn. It's hey, also look, exciting. We, we're about to unveil the new BJ Shea avatars that are going to be taking over the show. Oh, really? Oh, like you know what? Hey, if it can, it, hey, I, we, we got to meet AI Ashley at our convention, so let's do it. Not many people are fans of her, though. I like Ashley a lot. She's a, she I, I, well, because she's smart. Well, she's smart. She's, blonde, she's, she's, a, she's attractive. Well, all right. That didn't hurt her cause, that's for sure. She's willing to listen to you. That's the thing I really like about any woman. Is if they listen to me at least, it's like, oh well, you're unlike every other woman on the planet. Uh, to, who else wants we to say the Ted Smith? Not the Ted Smith. BJ, you a little busy this morning? Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit, huh? You Yo, know, Ted, why is it? In the, is you it, and Billichek, huh? Same t- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see Ted, and all the image I have is Ted and I basically in a Russian spa. As Ted goes, here, get in this 50-degree water. It'll be good for you. This isn't a fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it turned out to be a very good fantasy because Ted is quite a sexy Dude, man. I would so click on that thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, it is. But that's so it's funny. Orig- it's the new version of BJ and the Bear. Let's do it, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. BJ, I'll, I'll just tell you, thank you for always being honest with me. And I appreciate that. Now everybody's 
told you all the great things, so I'm going to tell a funny story, too. Dude, let's go, Ted. Because there's Finally. a side of BJ Shea that most people don't know. So years ago, I would always go to the same bar in Belltown, Buckley's. Love so me and BJ, oh, after yeah. the Russian spa, I go, the same night, I go, let's go out. You're partying it up with me. Did you get the spare ribs? We got the ribs. Yeah. We had all the Dude. drinks. We're doing shots. I was so happy. Ted, really good Ted was like the mayor of Buckley's, and I'm like, I love all this food. I love everything. So we got the bartenders. We're back at my place shooting Nerf guns till like 4 a.m. But BJ, being BJ, I went into that place for years. And to this day, they're always like, when are you bringing BJ back? He's a great tipper. <laughs> like, the guy oh, goes really one time and yeah. tips that much. Yeah, and now it's his bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Ted, they were nice to us, you know. And <laughs> They're paid to be nice. I know, but they really were nice to me. So I thought, well, you know, i got to give them a little extra for that. Yeah, you know, no. I mean, they really, you know, they brought me food and I'm a drunken idiot. I think, you know, hey, listen, you're bringing food to a drunken idiot. Yeah, you're going to get a tip. Yeah, that yeah. was a hell of a night. But Ted, uh, that was a fun night. That really, was. really was. And Ted, it's been so good to know you uh, over the years. We've gone to great lunches, had great conversations. Uh, and of course, you know, I'm a great admirer of your work. You are super funny, super talented. Talented, really super dedicated. I mean, I hope people know just like how passionate and dedicated you are for your craft. And when I meet a person like that, it's like that always just jazzes me up. And you've always been that guy. Yeah, well, I always appreciate you, uh, you know, looking out for me. And uh, it's a wild business. I'll see you down the line. Huh? Yeah, I hope you do. <laughs> well, maybe down the, the checkout line. Uh, <laughs> so just, just make sure I will get your eggs. Yeah. I'll put it right on top of the bag, just how you like it. Right. Ten or I'll less items, Ted. Ten I'll or bring, less items. Yeah, Ted, I'll, I'll kick your ass out if you got 11. I mean, I got you know, to be hard line. I'm a rule follower. There I'll bring the captain. Perfect. All right. Oh, look who, look who it is. Is, my, oh, is it Kevin or Miles? Who we got? Let's go, Kevin. Let's go, Kevin. 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 So I wanted to say uh, one of the most unique things that KISW does is we give a spotlight for local artists. Every Friday, you guys have a segment called BJ and Migs Local Band, Loud and Local Band of the Week. Yes. As the host of Loud and Local, I wanted to speak on part of the entire Northwest music community and say, like, thank you. You have exposed hundreds upon hundreds of hardworking blue-collar musicians across the Northwest to humongous audiences i just want to say thank you because that is such a rare thing at a drive time top rated radio show to play a band that records in their basement and it's just it's awesome so i wanted to say thank you congratulations you're a legend man and uh it's just been an honor, man. Thank oh, you Kevin, very much. Uh, uh, you're very, very welcome. I will say it was the one thing that we did uh, on the buzz on the midday show. We did it, uh, and probably, probably the smartest thing Steve ever did was say, "But we need to change the name of what you called it." Uh, do you remember what American we called? American idiots? Or no, something? oh no, it was worse than that. It was a Brad, Brad, the producer from Hell, because he liked to have horrible names for everything because he's an idiot. Um, he, he, you know how you had American Idol. Yeah, he called it American Stinkhole, and but but it was That's local music. What it was, it was local music. So we Which were I doing. I really understood the connection. But. We were doing a nice thing, yeah. but Brad's an idiot. And, you know, so that's just what it is. And then it was like, I knew that I was working for a professional organization because at the buzz, they hated us and nobody cared. And so I was stuck with Brad and Brad's, Brad's creative ideas was, is there any way at all I can have a title that will somehow reflect back to somebody's anus? Okay, sure, Brad, go ahead. Well, Steve, of course, being a little bit more professional, was like, "Yeah, we have to change the name." <laughs> well, no band was bragging about, "Hey, guess what? I'm going to be on the radio. I'm this. I'm this week's American Stinkhole." Yeah, I know. It really, we really didn't think that through. But then again, that's Brad. Thank um, you, BJ. You're very welcome, Kevin. It's one thing I'm really proud of. It uh, could have been Kevin host. 
Like Kevin Deere's host of American Stink Hole. Sunday night, American Stink Hole. Yeah, that would have been, a, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, you, yeah. <laughs> but I'm very happy that Steve made that move. Well, it just was a no-brainer. I mean, you're in Seattle. I mean, such a legacy of music. And I remember when I first brought it up to the, again, other idiot program director who didn't want us to do it. And I'm like, you know where we live, right? Why can't we just play local music? Well, you're a talk show. I go, and I just, that's what I remember when he sat there and he said that to me. And I just looked him in the eye and I go, I really am going to tell you this right now. What's that? I will never run another idea by you again. You're an idiot. And I walked out of his office <laughs> and I can't understand why management didn't have a good relationship with me. Uh, but it turned out to be a great idea and has been a great legacy of our show mm -hmm. to be able to feature local music. Yep. In a town where local musicians are really good. Yeah. Whoa, mm -hmm. shocker. Uh, shocker. Except, except for Johnny, Johnny Walker. Yeah, yeah. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, no, no. Okay. Wyatt only. He's 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 moderately. Here comes the text from Wyatt. Yeah, here we go. All right, uh, <laughs> we have another friend. Yeah, Miles. Miles is in the house. Who? Uh, you good know, morning. Now, Miles, I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. I am going to miss our drunken therapy sessions. Because I was going to, I was going to tell a story about this. <laughs> because every, here's what I know. If Miles has a beverage, all of a sudden it's like Lucy, yeah. the ha doctor, is in. Have a bottle. Well, <laughs> damn. I, I mean, thank God that doesn't happen very often. No, not at all. And uh, uh, so what, what do you got for me, brother? I can't remember if we were at an event or a party or whatever. And, and you were in the corner and you were talking to this woman. And she had her back to me. So I, couldn't not, I could not really see her very well. But you guys are sitting there at a table, and it's just you two, and you're going one on one. And I and I know you you love to talk to people, give them advice, you know, like like a life coach. And you're both sitting there, and this woman is very interested in what you have to say. And I can't remember if I needed to ask you a question or whatever the deal was, but I was going to politely wait to come over to say, hey, you know, whatever the deal was. But the conversation keeps going on and on and on and on. <laughs> I, and, and I'm like, up. all right, well, I'll just let you do your thing, you know. So I finally like, ah, the hell with it. I'm going to go over there, and again. Yes. Uh, I can see you. You're facing me. I can't see the, the person you're talking to. But I'm like, I'm just going to go and politely interrupt real quick and just say what I'm going to say. And I'm like, excuse me, BJ. And this woman just whips around. I mean, and she just glares at me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, man. When I get home. I don't know what the hell's going to go down, but, uh, oh, man, they've been at it for like a half an hour. This I is not do good. remember that. This You're, is not good for me. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, you know, I, I look, I, the, the, the thing in my life growing up, I loved talking to women more than men. I always did. And so. Because they cry quicker. I was like, oh, no. But you I totally, I totally remember that. Like, I love, first of all, I love the fact you didn't know I was talking to your wife. No, no, no. I, I, I love that. Again, her back was turned to me. Yeah, I, so I love that. And, uh, yeah. This, your coworkers asked me about my relationship with my father. This is very weird. <laughs> And then I'm I'm sitting there going, this is awkward because I don't think a wife should have this kind of sort of horrific disdain for the person that just interrupted her right, because exactly. that happens to yeah. be the husband. And I'm like, I got to get oh, out God, of here. Oh, God, that's her. I got to get out of here because Miles is going to hate me. She's going to hate him. This is not the kind of triangle I want to be involved with. No, no, we're okay. I recognize her from the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. There's the reason I didn't. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. I'm listening. Uh, it is my last show. And now we're, we, we've gone over time, Steve. Uh, KSW Seattle, Washington. Broadcast, the, the nailed it. ID, I no, you nailed it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was hoping you were going to do. I haven't done one of those in a long Verbatim. time. Verbatim. Yeah. Uh, wow, everybody's here. Like, the whole gang is Mike. here. Wow. Is anything going on? I, did I, come on, I, Mike. Mike, did, come did on. I, did I miss a memo? Is something happening? Oh. Um, yeah, this, of course, is my last show at KISW. It's not a bit. 
and everyone has been so kind to come in early. Uh, I, I knew that if we had alcohol, the men's room would, would come in, so thank you guys. <laughs> well, we're, we're blocking the door now so you can finally listen to Pearl Jam's 10, BJ. So oh, is that, is that, what, oh, that's what this is about. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mike Hawk, everybody, who... Uh, very, I mean, Mike, I am so impressed with just the, like the amount of talent you have, especially at the roast. Oh my God, you were! I was like, this yeah, guy is yeah, so yeah, good, right. man. It's almost like he you know he's a radio guy or something. <laughs> uh, a lot of folks don't know this, but uh, I was I was a major fan of the radio station before I even thought about getting into getting into radio. I worked uh, detailing cars and had a lot of time around radio. And and when I found KISW BJ, your you and Steve and 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 this morning show has been. It was the first impression that I got, and it was the first thing that kept me coming back to the radio station. And it and listening to you guys every morning, you got me through quite a bit of the work that I was doing down there. It was breaking me mentally, physically, and you guys were absolutely an inspiration and and kept me going each and every day. And it was eventually my inspiration to what I wanted to do with my life and get into radio. So I just I want to thank you very very much for that for getting me into this this wonderful business that we are in and, and and it has been an absolute pleasure and honor to to work across from me wow, for all these th years man thank you mike you know steve how many times do people do people come up to us and say how do you get how do you, how can i do what you do for a living and it, actually somebody did that like yeah. somebody somebody actually listened to us did that and now they're in there that is awesome i, I, I didn't know that story mike. yes sir i just i walked in the door honestly they just they, they they had it open for me and they and i and i walked right in i actually was was nearly your guys's intern at one point oh because i because i went to uh, went to school down at green river community college and uh dave actually came and he talked in front of our in front of our class and he gave a card and said anybody wants an internship you know get a hold of me and so i i got in touch with him he says you want to you know what department do you want to intern for i said of course i want to be on air and so he actually directed me to you guys i think it was actually the rev that uh, that emailed me it's like well i got an internship for uh july if you're available for that or i can push you off to the next show and i was like i really want to get into this as quickly as i can so shove me off to the next show and that's that's oh, when i jumped day. on with yeah. these guys and then actually you're most, welcome you are you're welcome you <laughs> bastards all of and our then, interns have gone on to pure failure both in professionally and personally so <laughs> by the way who the hell who, can i ask you what intern we took over mike that was a mistake. And <laughs> Red was in charge of the interns. Well, you know what? That but then get this. My aunt, who's also in the auction industry, she actually buys a silent auction item to sit in on your show back when we were having people that would come into the into the oh. studio. You guys would have guests like most every morning. And so she was like, hey, I actually got you a, you know, a chance to sit in on this morning show. It's BJ Shea and, and, and <laughs> the morning experience. If you want to go sit in on that. I was like, well, it's, he's the guy that works mornings for the show that I'm interning for. But, you know, okay, why not? So I go in there and I hung out and then I, I was just going to yeah. hang out. I was actually, I was going to be in there later on the in that day to uh, to do my internship and steve you actually pulled me on and you were like if you want to just sit on the podcast that's fine too and so i hung out there the ted smith shows up later on he actually busts in on the podcast and i don't know if we can even find it anymore but he walks in and his first line is why is our intern in here <laughs> <laughs> can we keep this one <laughs> oh man. i remember that <laughs> We are, you know what, oh, seriously, it is amazing, this dysfunctional family house, how we have done what we've done sometimes. Where you just realize, how the hell have we, how do we even get to the station in the, every day? I don't know. Mike, it's good to have you. I'm so happy to hear when somebody listens, because that's what, that's what it was for me. I listened to a radio show and said, I think I, I'd like to do this. And I used to call in all the time, and they hated me because I was a 15-year-old kid. But, it, you know, I was like, hey, you, get, you, know, you know how it is. Well, you don't have callers. You're going to have to put somebody on. And so it's, all, it's always me. Uh, and then to be able to do that, like to like, I want to do this. And especially in a world where people tell you you can't. And I heard that a lot. And 
uh, I still hear that a lot. Like, you'll never amount to anything. And I think they're happy that today they can finally be right. He goes, see, I told you you wouldn't be on the radio anymore. Uh, but it's, uh, I'm so happy, Mike. I'm happy that you're here because you're fantastic. And uh, just, a great, you know, another great addition to, to The Rock, man, with uh, years of that. All right, Steve. Uh, it's it's it's. I'm way over time over here. Yeah, uh, okay. but I'm not saying I want to jump on. I mean, I just, yeah. yeah, but I, I mean, look. When people want to say nice things, I'm all, I'll listen. And and if nobody wants to, I can completely understand. Danny right, comes, Kyle. Kyle. All right, Kyle. And also, Sarah, Joey. If you want to oh, yeah. say anything, let me know. I know that I'm in here. You, and you are officially my kids. I had the DNA done, so you are my kids. <laughs> So that's you know there was a, there was a great ending to this. Dude, I was worried. By was, the way, Joe, not your father. I was worried about Joey because he's How? so tall. Because he's so tall. He looks just like you. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Could be another person looks like me. The mailman also looked like me too. I wasn't sure. Um, all right, we got Kyle. Kyle Court. Kyle's in the house. Yes. BJ, I just want to say real quick. Um, I've, I've had a lot of synchronicity in my life uh, with you and your show. Um, my band that you all know, Superfecta, we, yes. we were born in the fall of 1999 when you started your show. Oh, wow. Uh, were you when, an American Stinkhole band? We were, we, were the, we were the first finalists in American yeah. Stinkhole, actually. That's right. Uh, no, uh, no. Represent Stinkholes. And, 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 you know, fo- following in my, in my radio ambitions, you know, I, I started on the street team. I started in promotions. And, I, and the first thing that I did, the first large of like listener event that I did was uh, at a Silver Dollar Casino. Oh my God, Kyle! Uh, you back was... back when you're on the buzz, and oh, I got the there in the promotion. Right. The promotion Steve, director at the time, Kyle, Joe, was there during the dark times. You might want yeah, to apologize. He, he, yeah, he, <laughs> he, I, I get to the casino, and the promotion director at the time, Joe, says, "All right, we got this hot tub. What I need you to do is <laughs> fill this thing up with milk and Lucky Charms." And and you guys sat in that hot tub for four hours and broadcast live. And I thought, "Holy smokes, this is what this is like to be in radio." I was hooked for life. So that 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 was really cool. I was here the day that you guys switched over the, when when the buzz switched to the wolf. So I was here for your first show. Uh, wouldn't miss your last show for the world, man. Oh, You're an absolute you, legend. I love you. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, the, the the one thing I really wanted to drive home here is I think everybody in this room can attest to this. This has been a family. Like like you are. We will. You will always be family to us. Uh, you'll always be family to me. Congratulations on your amazing career so far. Um, and I look forward to seeing what you do next. Thank you so much. Kyle, thank you, man. Uh, I was so happy. Thank you. Yeah, that's all right. Kyle, I was so happy to hear when they hired you, uh, and, and you've done so much for us over the years, whether it be Live Day, when you weren't working for us, and when you were working for us. You're really a great person, super damn talented, uh, and it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you to, to work with you. You're a great dude, man. Thanks, man. And, I, and I'll tell you the truth, man. You know, when, when Ryan Castle said, hey, you might have a, a chance to come back and work with this family and, and you know, shows like yours and the men's room and, and Taryn and Ryan and Kevin, everybody here, it's, it's one big family. And, and so that was the, the thing that drove it home for me. Like, I'm back home with my family. So thank you, DJ. Oh, you, man. Brother. Love that. Love you that. You're Kyle. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it, and if you're just, I don't, I don't know, if you're just BJ, doing... BJ, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm oh. going to go smoke a cigarette. I just want to say this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand... <laughs> At some point, nicotine is going to win over. Yes. Nicotine beats my kids, my wife, everybody. Listen. Sorry, everybody. But I'm going to tell you this, man. Whatever you do next. Yes. And this is my attitude in life. And I think you have the same thing. But this is the way to just paraphrase it. 
My ass don't. You say if you say it three times, just say it I, slower. Beetle, say it slower. I think Beetlejuice is going to come down do something very horrific bed. to you. Yes. Yes. I thought that was yes. a kind way no. of saying that. Um, no, you didn't say it slow enough. That's why. I need to work on this then. Well, yes. I think though that your knowledge of the FCC rules are—they're impeccable. What about uh, buying? Did you say button munch? All right, yeah. so. I think I do get the idea. So we're going to do yes. a thrill. Yes. In a couple of days. Thank you. I, 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 I appreciate the sentiment. I want to the finish of that, though. No, I don't. Uh, no. Oh, is there, is there a, I thought that was the finish. That, I thought that was just a setup. He was about to say something else. Dude, if that's the, if that's the preamble. Do you want the finish if that's the preamble? Yes. I think the finish is Be probably. Yourself. Okay. How about that? Oh, there we go. Uh, we're talking to elementary no. school. No. Be your Okay, I got news for you. I, I didn't understand. think that was the analogy, to be honest with you. I, I, really, I mean, be I, yourself I, or, you know. It was good with it's, it, it, you were great if it was off I the air. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. no, it was um, great. I think, you know, if I, I do. I really don't know. <laughs> uh, at a school assembly, I'm going to say, kids, you could be yourself or your backside could have a feast. <laughs> hey, whatever you'd like to do. See, Duff's joke makes more, <laughs> makes more <laughs> Yeah, sense. you understand Duff's joke. I, I don't understand. But, you know, when in an odd way, because I've known Thrill and love Thrill, I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah I really, really did. That's it, man. And I'm so happy you get to say that because, uh, well, what do I care? Yeah, what are they going to do to me? I mean, at this point, <laughs> this is darn Ryan's time. Yeah, this is the, this is yeah, Ryan. Yeah, this is like this is like a president. This is like the president that starts smoking pot on the last day of his administration. That's what I feel like. Saying my butt doesn't doesn't do that. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Um, well, that's a weird transition because your daughter's now in the room. And all right. Well, Joey D's, did you want to say anything at all? Well, I mean, yeah, it's just been a great, you know, 10 years getting to work alongside my dad. I mean, it's really been a pleasure. I mean, I grew up on the radio and it was finally nice to get revenge for all the stories he told about me when I was a kid. It's so true. <laughs> but honestly, it's been amazing. And this whole staff is just, I mean... Everyone here all at once, you know, people don't know us. We don't always get to do this, to have everyone in one area and to hear everyone share kind words. Um, so much love, honestly, for everyone here and to feel it. And obviously for BJ and, you know, his great career. So I just want to thank everyone and all the listeners. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Joey. That's awesome. And it's been really awesome to work with my son and share what I love with him and you know, when you're like in this business, there's a lot of moving around. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot like my kids went through a lot trying to grow up and having to change friends, change friends, change friends. Um, I'm, I'm well, happy. You were also crazy back in the day. So there was that, that was yeah. also hard. Uh, thank you, daughter. You're, yes. you're so touching. Um, but I uh, the idea that they get to see this business and get to be in this business and get to see that and share that with me has been another thing that I will always treasure KISW for allowing to happen. Uh, that, that this has been a wonderful time in my life. Um, and, uh, and now the daughter, yes, daughter. I have been trying to keep it together. I think I've cried maybe like six times this morning cause I'm just emotional. Dad, I stole your champagne. So oh. sorry for that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. I have mine in the other room. Um, it's been amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm such a daddy's girl. Like, who actually gets along with their father and then actually gets to work with their father and enjoys it? It's been a ride of the life. And I will say, 
one of my favorite times was when I got to teach you how to twerk. I saw that on your because, Instagram page. Yes, yeah. there is no way you would have been forced to do that nope. if it wasn't <laughs> for me being in this building. And you did a terrible job, but you tried. I really did. And you didn't get injured, so. Yeah, I don't know where you get the rhythm from. Probably the mailman, not me. Yeah, uh, I, I will. He's pawning off your kids on the mailman. He's a good mailman. He was. Wow. <laughs> he delivers a lot more than packages, Steve. And or maybe I, he does deliver them. Oh, yeah. If you ever thought I was going to move out, now I for sure am never going to move out. If we're not coworkers, we got to be at least roommates still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. I'll see you at home. Okay. Yeah. That's a dream. Um... Okay, I, I feel like we should go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, we don't have to. We can just lock the door. Yeah. So well, I mean, the, the weekend. I know Ryan Castle would love it because it's just less work that he has to do. And more for him to drink. <laughs> yeah. Less I have to do today. And by the way, I've had like seven glasses of champagne yeah, this at this point. So. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Today is really a 12-pack of champagne <laughs> is really what it's going to be. No 12-pack today. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, this is my last day. Um... You know, the beautiful, the, I will say this, you know, uh, the, the bittersweet part of working for a big company is that when they're a publicly traded company, they, there are just people that have all sorts of say. There are people you never, ever get to meet. And they usually are all about the money. And, you know, they're very rarely are they artists. And we have been able to create something wonderful here in a publicly traded company. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, and this has been a very, very special job for me. Steve, thank you for a great partnership all of these years. Danny, I give you crap, but uh, I, I stayed out of the hiring process because I really thought, I don't know what I'm doing. And Steve and Dave were like, this guy's the guy. And they were absolutely right. You've been terrific the entire time you've been here and you've you've been a good friend we've had a lot of good lunches you're a really really good dude danny um and sarah joey it's been fantastic working with you vicky i know you're listening uh and we we talked to you before but it has been so awesome to see you be like basically like this little kid who grew up to an adult on our show and all of the people that worked here before double r top shelf the rev and and if i miss anybody i'm really sorry uncle chris you know, it's it's just been a wonderful, wonderful ride that, frankly, I never thought I would get to have because I was 46 years old. And I was told this by a program director. He said, you better make this work because you will never get another chance. It wasn't anybody here. It was somebody in the business. And I was like, OK, thanks. <laughs> but he kind of, I think, was right. And so um, this has been a job of a, a just a dream job of a lifetime. And I will accept that family stuff, Taryn. I will. Um, I see like what happens for Kathy Faulkner and how much love she gets, late Kate gets when she comes back and does stuff. And I know that I love all you guys. And um, I will say this to everybody and all the rockaholics. Yes, it's tough when change happens. It is. But please remember, the people in this room, the people in this building are amazing people. Please be kind. And whatever goes on, whatever happens, we're always going to love each other. And so please love them, too. And, uh, you know, hopefully if I find something, uh, you know, you guys will hear about it. <laughs> and I will try not to put the eggs on the bread. I know that's really bad to do at a supermarket when you're bagging groceries. I love all you rock hogs. I love all you people. Thank you for a great, great day and a great 17 years. Thank you very much. All right, somebody else close out the show. I don't know what to say. I'm an idiot. Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 